Welcome to tonight's episode of Myths and Stories. Uh, we don't have a guest guest announcer this evening, uh, but we are going to be discussing the uh, Vow of the Disciple raid tonight. Uh, we were lucky enough to have a, a wonderful group uh, to attempt the day, the day one. Uh, unfortunately, day one turned into day three for us but uh we did get it done yeah uh we we did get it done really really fun experience loved everything about this this raid honestly uh so we're gonna talk about it we're gonna give kind of our general impressions as players and then we're gonna get into some of the lore behind uh the, the raid armor and like who some of the characters are in the raid and why they're important to the universe and oh they are important to the universe Dude, this shit, this shit gets real tonight. This, I have been reading all these lore tabs all afternoon, and they have like they've they they genuinely frighten me. Like like reading them is like unsettling. Like looking at the raid armor is unsettling to look at, and I think that's intended. And I holy so too, crap, yeah. it is creepy, and I love it, and it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so raid day, uh, obviously launch day was a little rough. Um, all the, all the little anteaters running around eating all the servers. Uh, apparently they didn't eat the ants out of the servers. They were just eating the servers. Uh, yeah, I we, actually we raided... totally did not get anteatered for like four hours on our, attack, right. So, yeah. Uh, I was raiding in the middle of a tornado storm and hailstorm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lost power about maybe an hour, hour and a half into the raid. And then remembers that my truck has internet hooked up to it so i was literally raiding from the back seat of my truck um no one can say i'm not dedicated uh <laughs> nope yeah so uh grabbed a little 26 inch tv my ps5 little inverter hooked it all up and that lasted for all of like i don't know 15 minutes before the inverter was like whoa 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 you want to draw how much power and it was like nah i'm good and so then i had to listen until power came back so yeah, no, Ray Day, Ray Day was was uh, a little bit chaotic. Uh, it was nice nice of them to extend it out by an extra day, uh, and then of course we kept you know we kept pushing through. Uh, we were determined not to let the caretaker a tracks us. Screw oh. you, second oh. encounter, and we did it. We made yeah. it past a tracks uh, or a caretaker. I'm gonna call it a tracks yep. now. Uh, I mean, so yeah, no, that yeah, that is our yeah that is our final raid boss. Uh, it was freaking awesome but holy shit does it bring up some questions god did we get our predictions wrong uh well i don't know how anyone could have gotten predictions right (laughs) there's no (laughs) way dude this shit hit out Uh, of left field so okay so prediction number one good way prediction number one was callus was final boss imbued with darkness um he he's not even present he's He's not not even there like there's no No. cabal in there there's nothing in there callus there are scorn related there are scorn. scorn. That was and, correct. And there is a mission after uh, that got unlocked after the raid was completed. Uh, that actually talked the, the 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 enemies in there. There's three named enemies named uh, the fanatics chosen. Uh, so we're yep. kind of on a path here. Um, let's uh, let's okay. So let's rewind a bit and we'll start with impressions of the raid. Myth. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to kind of just. Not not go by blow by blow. We're not going to strategize. You know, this is not a guide for how to do the raid. But I want to talk about the, the um, kind of the general theming of the encounters and and some of the architecture we came across and just some of the the mechanics we had to do that uh, have like 
story implications. Yeah. Um, so the first area so, is that bog. What is the bog? Yep. So the bog uh, goes is still part of the throne world. This is all happening still in Savathun's throne world. Uh, and we'll explain why it's happening in Savathun's throne world as we get through some of the actual lore cards. Um, but uh, there's this pyramid ship in Savathun's throne world that she has, uh, as we learned prior to the raid, she has sealed it away. She has locked whatever was in there up in the pyramid because she doesn't want it getting out. Uh, she is scared of it to, yeah. to some degree. Shit, I'm scared of it. I mean, yeah. Um, certainly kicked our ass. <laughs> Literally, in some cases. Yeah, uh, yeah. A couple of knees <laughs> to the nuts didn't feel so good. But so we we start off in in the bog, which is you know kind of the the same kind of area as the quagmire or my or the miasma uh, within the throne world, just an extension off field. of it. Uh, and you are bringing this like darkness artifact it's it's protect the payload from from overwatch is what it is yep. uh and you're bringing it pa- to the pyramid i was gonna say this payload is a mm-hmm. little bit important to the pyramid right like like what is the payload that we're like what is what was that thing that we were we were protecting that is a very good question uh the only i mean as far as its function it seems to be a key because when yep. you escort it to the door it slots into this spot and then opens up the allows us to access the pyramid which is just um, a super cool thing when you want like if you're sitting there riding oh, it yeah. all the way to the end and it just it like there's just this darkness thing and it just and you're just like oh god what just happened and then you look you come out from that and then like all the the pyramid is doing that like shifting like like all transformer like yeah no it's fucking yeah, amazing it's pretty cool uh it, it does bring up the question of what how are we powering it? Because the things you're picking up during the encounter are called um, like knowledge uh, and and it, it stacks and it gives you different white text. So I think it starts with like um, unknown knowledge, unknown. That's what it was. Then uh, uh, brimming and then overwhelming, overflowing, 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 I think. But so you're collecting knowledge, quote unquote, uh, and like feeding it into this this darkness artifact to propel it, and then eventually open the pyramid, which um, does kind of play into like the whole darkness thing, right? Like our, the whole thing that we talked about with darkness before is the memory, right? Like darkness is is mm-hmm. tied to memories, and that we see that theme through the entire raid. But we're like already from the get go, we are dealing with 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 knowledge, with memories, with with intel, essentially. Uh, to get this thing moving and get this thing working, and then the the structures that we're passing along the way, because like this whole time we're 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 there's scorn everywhere, uh, which is kind of be to be expected. Uh, like they're they're very darkness related, um, and then there's all these structures. What are what are these structures that we're passing? So the structures that we're going past, uh, honestly, very much resemble um, ancient Earth culture structures yeah. like incan and mayan um and i i know nothing about these cultures so <laughs> if i get some <laughs> if i mix something up here <laughs> i don't mean to please uh, don't kill us but, yeah but when, when i think of like um the south american 
kind of like ancient cultures i think incan mayan and uh kind of aztec are, are the, yeah. the main three that are, are referenced the most very very uh, and very I, that that staged pyramid looking thing and now this time yeah, i can like call them pyramids pyramid. because they have five sides and for the love of god please stop referring to darkness ships as pyramids <laughs> even though they do it in the damn game they are four-sided they are tetra okay i'm over rant's over they're pyramids. Put the now. engineer back in the bag. Uh, Fucking pyramids. <laughs> I I, but, I don't um, know why it bugs the crap out of me, but every time they refer to one of the darkness know. ships as a pyramid, it just it's like it's like oh, just do you not expect us to know what a tetrahedron is? Like I get it, I that's mean, fine, whatever. Grumpy uh, me so, is grumpy. Yeah. So we we enter the the ship, the tetrahedron ship. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and we're greeted by um a very stark aesthetic. And I I it's similar ish to what we have seen in other um I'm gonna call it pyramids from this point forward. Pyramid yeah, ships. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I can live just with so it. people know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Um, I'm over it now. We it's similar to other architecture we've seen in other like darkness ships and darkness areas, uh, especially the communion mission uh, from this season where you enter the uh, the ship on Europa again. Yeah. Yep, with um, all the cabal there that are trying to like kill the thing inside. Yeah, it's got a little bit of its own flair though. Um, it's not exactly the same as the architecture you see elsewhere. Uh, darkness architecture seems to be very like based on geometric pattern. Yeah, uh, very much. And so. you definitely see a lot of that. But like I said, it, it's with that like old, ancient Southern American ruin kind of vibe to it. Absolutely. Uh, very and, sharp and, angles. Very, very exact mm-hmm. lines. Very nothing. Nothing has any type of like. Uh, what would you call there's that? There's no archways, there's yeah. no slopes or, or rounded very, corners or anything. Yeah. Very, very straight lines everywhere. Yeah, no, that's a that's definitely a, a common thing there. And what we see as we progress through um is a lot of iconography all over the place. Um I I I hesitate to call them hieroglyphics, but that's really the vibe I got when we were first walking yeah. through there. No, absolutely. Uh is it looks like you know like like paintings from a, a long lost culture yeah uh referencing we're look- and we're looking at them and we're like what the freak does this even like what is mm-hmm. going on here a lot of color surprisingly in those yeah. in those paintings which is yeah. kind of cool um a very a, a very contrasting thing right like because like yeah the, the walls and everything are very dark very black very slate very like they're, they're it's it's like white black and gray and then you come across these like hieroglyph looking things that are colorful that are they have greens and reds and blues in them and that's the only color in the entire place and it's it's like i said it to me it felt like a little off-putting like it's like freaky right like it's it's yeah. it's unsettling to, to see that it makes it feel like this isn't just a um this isn't just a home of a video game big bad and they had to you know make a a scary place for them to live it feels yeah. like somebody actually lives here and yeah. you know does things with this space in in some fashion um and as, as we progress through we see we can tell a lot of these like hieroglyphics and and symbology 
uh, are referencing either the darkness or the light or the pyramids or the traveler or typically one of our past accomplishments. Um, yep. So there's the symbol for the forsa- or for forsaken slash the scorn. There's the symbol for the witch queen, Savathun. Uh, there's the, the black heart uh, of the garden. There's the yep. black garden kind of yeah. plateau. Like that mountain. plateau looking thing. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. There's us uh, being risen as a guardian, like that's yep, a little ghost yep. over our head. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so lots of like not only iconography around light and dark, but also around us specifically as as the player, um, which is also kind of unsettling because it, it poses the question of like, who's Have they been, been watching us? Watching us? <laughs> yeah. To, to know all of this. That's that's freaky. <laughs> yeah. So um. You, you after you progress through the first encounter, uh, you you go deeper into the ship, and uh, this is well, kind of where it started to be a well, realization for me. Well, before we 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 dive into that, inside hmm. the first encounter room, there is a very important thing in there. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, and actually, I think prior to that, even uh, as you're progressing through, you see a bunch of. Uh, kind of encased in amber or encased in glass uh, uh, of some sort. Uh, like the the um, scientifically like bisected uh, sections of hive worms. Yeah, and what some of them are um, huge. Some like yeah, like some you walk are, into them, and, yeah, and they like are you use them as a doorway. Yeah. That's that was that that first off was kind of like freaky to me to think like oh my god and then there's like there's one um, that I think is right before that like wish wall type area that is uh, that's obviously it's it's you know sectioned out and everything and then of course you can walk underneath it size wise mm-hmm. it looks about the size of whatever that thing in on underneath in the waters of Titan was not impossible I. Uh... I'm not going to go off on, on the tangent of Titan just because we have a lot to go over here, but no, absolutely. this definitely just, tells just, us that... Size-wise, it was huge. Yeah. Yeah, seeing some of the examples on display in here uh, make you realize like how much variety there is in the, yeah. the worm, you know, worm sizes and, and types. And, uh, and the, yeah, like it, it could totally have been one of these on, on yeah. Titan. Uh, but this is going through and seeing at first when we went through and saw these, like these, these, you know, again, it's, it's like when they have the, the bodies that are cut into, it's morbid, but the bodies at museums that have been cut into like panels. Yeah. into to, like to cross sections. You, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it, that's what exactly it looked what like. It was. I mean that's and the uh, and there's just like little it's it's like they've been cutting across sections and then just like separated out to where you can kind of see them layer mm-hmm. by layer as almost almost like uh when you're looking at um or the MRI scans, right? Like you're yeah. seeing the body yeah. layer by layer and that's what it looks like in there. Like you're seeing these worms layer by layer cut into sections. It's super it it like from the science side it's like, "Oh man, this is really cool." But then like from like the the perspective side, like the the psyche side of of the humans, it's like, "Oh my god, this is freaky as hell. What the hell?" Yeah, and uh, so progressing through that section, I was kind of like, "What are we getting ourselves into? Like, is this some mad scientist kind of, kind of stuff they've got going on here?" 
Going um, off our original theory, I was like, oh my god, did they plant a worm in Callus? Like, yeah, you know that that was literally going through what my I was thinking well. of. And I was, I was like, like oh, this is freaky. Callus is a big bad. Like, did they? Did they? Because we we knew that the. <laughs> pyramid ships grew worms like yeah. we knew that from the communion mission um very, or, very or much from what... the the witch and the worm mission yep they were they were literally designed to they 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 were yeah worm factories that's that's what they exist as well some of them oh some of them are worm factories Ooh. uh but so but uh, when i saw that i'm like okay we know that they produce worms in in some of these pyramid ships and yeah i was still kind of operating under like if callus is the big bad in here like yeah did did they does he have a worm in him have they hiveified callus or or something that would be uh, cool it would have been i think what might happen is cooler though (laughs) i was just to say it's so much worse than that like like as far as like terms of like oh my god this is a big bad baddie no this is even badder than that like it's yeah yeah so so we we progress past the science experiment and we get into the room of the first encounter and there's a very large bone and when i say large i mean like it spans how how to even describe um well so our six-man fire team uh can stand up on it like six times over yeah like we could easily like like if we if we if we stood shoulder to shoulder on it, it's it it would you could easily fit, you know, three or four six man fire teams up there. Yeah, it is huge. Huge. Uh and we're it has a, a lot of significance that we are going to talk about when we get into the armor cards. Um but just remember, say, are we saying exactly what it is bone. right now or are we just doing impressions? No, we're not. We're we're just waiting for now. Okay. Um because I wanna I wanna save that impact for when we get to that. Yeah. Um, Savor it, suckers so we we have this huge bone and then out in the uh the backdrop which is gorgeous by the arena which is a beautiful skybox fucking uh, gorgeous you see the coiled body of a maybe living maybe dead hive worm god that seems to be kind of stuck uh, in yeah. and there's this this big um, like almost trapezoidisk looking uh platform. All right, you're gonna go make me it. look up the term because if we're gonna get yeah, scientific and mathematical in here, okay. So it has one, two, it's three, definitely... four, five, six. It does have six sides, so it's technically a cube, but oh, it's not it's not exactly that. a cube. It because uh, the sides kind of like angle inwards, so that's where it's like trapezoid, right? So. Yeah, you, maybe just, a rhombus. You, you know what we mean. You know what we mean. Um, I just like the term rhombus. But there's there's this giant, you know, pillar type object sitting above this worm, seemingly like either siphoning energy out of the worm or siphoning energy into the worm or or doing something, and the worm seems to be stuck there. And when I say like worm god, I don't mean Zol size. I don't mean oh, will it, of a thousand size. I mean like take huge. that times. 50 like we we were we we like as soon as we as soon as myth and i saw it like we both were kind of under the same impression like this was uh um oh what's the what's the one what's the first one we, we thought it was show? uh we thought it was yol i believe yes the the one that actually speaks directly to 
the the sisters um when they when they first meet the worms yeah uh, and and kind of barters the deal with uh uh who becomes oryx shivurath and, and sabathun yep uh so we were like oh you know we we had kind of theorized that that was you know by how they described uh that worm that like it was a uh, uh, could produce other worms we're like, oh, that's that's the mother worm. That's the big one. That's, that's, the, that's the mommy the worm. one in charge. Uh, when, when a mommy worm loves a daddy worm, they come out with little baby worms. That's and and works. so our initial thought, our initial thought was, oh, so that's that's uh, I think I think it was Yol. Yol. Um, yep. the the honest worm. Uh, we were wrong, but not that far off, honestly. Uh, yeah. With with kind of our our thinking behind that, but wrong uh, name, right category. Yeah, kind of sort of, <laughs> uh, and a much sadder story. I know. Um, but so you you see this worm. This worm is constantly in the background. Uh, you progress through the first area. You get to the the second area, and the and as you progress through the second area, even the the names of the the locations in the raid are like uh, acquisition, collection, inspect. I think one was inspection or something like I that. I think so. Um, very much making it apparent that like, not only is this a, a, uh, kind of science experiment type of, of zone, but it's also kind of a museum and there's relics of, uh, our previous fights and other civilizations. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a gallery essentially. It's a gallery of, of conquests. Tons and tons uh, of those like uh, those cut statues that you see now associated with darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. A bunch of the, that just stu- like stuff encased in amber or, or behind glass or something. Like there's like little, al- almost like little dioramas of cities behind glass. Like it's it's very much like a, a I I very much had this this museum vibe going about it. And so then yes, like as soon as I started having so. that museum vibe, like my entire thoughts were changing about this. Like I was like, is is this Callus's like collection room? Like, is this what he, what Callus has conquered over the years? Like, I was I'm still very much under this impression of you know Callus is the final raid boss. Like, that's that's it, and this is yeah. like his collection, and now he's imbued with a worm. And oh, how wrong we, we were. We had had in the first encounter. I think as early as the first encounter, we had had Rulk talk to us. Like, there was dialogue yeah. from him for I think every encounter. Yep. Um, didn't but even acknowledge who the been, hell that was. Well, right, because I didn't recognize the name. So part of me was like, okay, maybe that, maybe that's gonna be a bit of a red herring. Like he's gonna, he's gonna be the one that that talks at us throughout the raid, but he's like the second to last boss kind yeah. of thing, or or something like that. Um, and I had no reference for who he was or or anything. Um, entering the raid, uh, so I didn't have much reason to to pay too close of attention to him at the time. Um, so we, we come we to the, the second, second encounter. encounter. The second encounter is the caretaker, uh, which was the brick wall for our team, unfortunately. Oh my god! Uh, for the first day, um, that that sucker. That th- this was this is the first time. Well, I I guess Atrax was kind of like a DPS check, but Atrax was also very mechanically way. heavy. Yeah. Um, but this one was a hard, like an an actual DPS check. Like when you start damage phases on him the bar like a section of the bar turns white basically telling you you must make it through this section of the bar or you are not going to be able to beat him and it was it was a very mm-hmm. it it was a very um 
new experience for the typical Destiny player that sees this game as, as like a, a looter shooter to be like, oh, well, we're just going to, you know, pew, 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 pew until he's dead. And this was like a, no, 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 you really need to pew, 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 or you are not going to get past it. And man, it was rough. Ammo economy in there was, was a little rough. rough. Like it was, it was, I, I, I had this idea of like, okay, maybe the teams were supposed to switch off, right? Because like, you've got one team dealing with edge, you got one team dealing with read and stuff, you got one team babysitting the boss. And in my head, I'm like, well, there's three layers, three sets of groups. Maybe we're supposed to rotate through this. That way, each group could get more ammo as we're going through. I and don't that know. Might have helped. Um, but that's, I don't know that's how rough. much. But that's, I know that's helped. rough. That's rough but to try to learn like, every mechanic of a fight yeah. within a fight on day one. That's, All that being said, rough. though, we did still beat him with contest active. We so did. We I, I did it. We we still that was and that was a, a good accomplishment for us after we got hard stopped on the first day. We were pretty stoked to be able to beat him in contest mode, and then we figured out the jumping puzzle afterward. Uh, with that, yeah, with we it, figured out the help. jumping puzzle on our own. That was and that was pretty how to do the third encounter on our own without any help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we felt pretty uh, stoked about all those. Um, but yeah, the caretaker. Who is? What is? How is? Where is? Yeah. So uh, caretaker, go. This this is stated in the. Everyone asks um, who is caretaker. Nobody asks how is caretaker. So this is stated in the evidence board mission that you can do after the raid was completed for the first time. Uh, and it is called Evidence Board Report Pyramid-Inspect. And uh, we get this dialogue from, uh, from Ikora. Uh, it says, In your explorations of the pyramid, you've learned that the Scorn were attempting to increase their power by using resonant runes stolen from the Lucent Brood in combination with worm larvae. Based on the reports from those who first entered to defeat Rulk, it seems these ritualistic experiments were a holdover from the plans of the Disciple himself. So they're, they're saying uh, Rulk, the Disciple, had uh, this plan to use these, these runes from the Hive along with worm larvae to power up the Scorn. Uh, and even fuck? after his defeat, even after his defeat, the scorn were continuing to carry that plan out. Uh, it continues. One so hidden the- agent, one hidden agent, goes so far as to speculate that the scorn caretaker was itself the result of a successful scorn worm fusion. Holy shit! Whatever the scorn know of Imaru's plans, it's enough to motivate them to enhance their power further in order to counter his moves. Uh, so the what this, so this the is scorn a aren't completely the mindless though right like that that's that's what's blowing my mind right now i always think of the scorn as like like this mindless fodder but this is showing a level of intelligence among them uh, a little bit of yes a little bit of no so um I, I i think it could be argued either way at this point because you could say well the scorn are just following the last order they received Oh, okay. even, even if the person that. that gave the order isn't here anymore, they're, they're still that's doing That's the it. last thing they received, so that's um, what they're going to keep doing. Yeah, no, I gotcha. We do have that one mission that I'm, I'm blanking on the, the name of it or the context around it, but where we encounter like a Scorn fight club. Uh, and Mara, I think it's Mara, comments about like the Scorn seem to be developing a culture 
that is very sword logic aligned. Ooh. Like they're they're hosting a fight club where they're fighting each other to figure out who's the the who's toughest scorn. Yeah, in the no, group. absolutely. Um, so they might be starting to form their own ideas, but those ideas seem to be stemming from the what they've already been doing in service to to the witness sure. in the dark. Essentially, like whatever um, last command was given to them, like yeah they, it's 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 almost like a this is all i've known so this is all i can do type thing like yeah because mm-hmm. i don't have any type of reference for anything else outside of this last command given that's the command i need to follow now all basic instincts and and everything now forms around that command and becomes its own culture because of that command that's hopefully that kind of yeah yeah uh so if if what we were to take here is to be believed though um so without going spoiling too much too early, we we will definitely go into it later in this this episode. Uh, Rulk had a very vested interest in the hive worms, uh, and it would make sense considering that his ships, uh, his pyramid ships that he controlled, uh, the ones in Sabathun's throne world. Well, I let me back up. I guess there's only one pyramid ship in her throne world, but there's still a lot of darkness architecture outside of the ship. Sure. Uh, and that Which is, is that, where that Aztecs the, style the worms, ruins, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's where the worm kind of like incubators are located. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Presumably, all of that was built by Rolk. Sure. So that he he has a very vested interest in these hive worms and trying to it would make sense that he would then try to use them and experiment on them and figure out how do i put a hive worm in a scorn to make a scorn you know to give a scorn paracausal powers essentially so that's i guess that's the that's the real question here what is the deal with the hive worms what are they and and are the hive worms what makes a hive a hive what is the deal with the worms as far as giving powers or taking powers or whatever so we're, what, what the hell we're, we're jumping ahead just a bit but keep those in well, mind keep too bad we're mind. gonna keep these questions front and center <laughs> <laughs> so caretaker is is basically a, a a successful experiment a successful experiment where a scorn has a hive worm in in them it has a hive symbiote hot hot um yeah <laughs> uh, you thought you thought you were free from that this episode you oh, fool <laughs> so you you fight off the caretaker who's a bitch of a fight but it's fun though uh, it was absolutely it was fun. amazing it, it's a good fight and i i'm ready to go back to that fight now the contest is over <laughs> I'm, and I'm gonna laugh if we ass. accidentally one face it because we're gonna go in with this super hardcore like we gotta have well and and and, and tether three wells, this three tethers and go and then like flag, we get through like the galley, first phase yeah. and he is like already at last stand and it just skips the next two rooms and we have to run clear to the top while he's doing final stand we're just like oh shit maybe slow down on dps uh... a little I would laugh if that's possible, though. I I hope uh, it is. I hope we screwed up that bad. That would be awesome. So anyway, you you fight the caretaker. Uh, you get to 
Uh, the third encounter, which isn't really a boss or particularly lore, uh, you know, lore heavy. Again, it's just reinforcing I mean, the idea of it. It's kind of uh, lore heavy. Okay, so the the relics you use, or or the the artifacts, I should say, you use for that encounter are artifacts from our past. Uh, specifically, is... our past, specifically Destiny past, and and even even, well, I guess I guess Vault of Glass is D one, but yeah. Specifically yeah. from the Guardians' past, things we have used to fight back um, enemies of humanity. Yeah. Uh, so there's there ends up being three different artifacts that your team has to use uh, as part of this encounter. One of them is the Aegis from Vault of Glass, the shield. Uh, one of them is uh, very similar to the. Uh, the seed that would shoot a laser in the Leviathan raid. Um, and the other one is very similar to the eye of Riven where you kind of had that taken effect and you, you, you know, had to, had to use it to cleanse things. Um, super cool, super cool. Very cool mechanic. Very, very much reinforcing that, that memory thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember your previous, you know, your, your previous victories those tools yep. are now going to be what what you use in in you know this encounter. I uh, I don't and and this is something that came to me afterwards. I don't know if they're the exact same though. I think they're just replicas or or as right. close of a replica as can be made. I don't um, I don't think they're the actual things because like if if we were to if we were to give like an in game reason of of why they shouldn't or why they aren't necessarily the exact same. Uh, the seed looks more of like a crux like 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 yeah. a shard of darkness right the aegis yeah. doesn't have the ability to block shots right like all it does is cleanse so it's it's not fully functional type thing that's that's what makes me think think of them as uh replicas of our past yeah. no and i think that's accurate um but you you get through that uh that encounter uh, and there's another kind of jumping section where you're kind of scaling the walls of uh, the inside of, of the pyramid ship, heading towards that floating monument that, was, that is still uh, sitting above the, the worm god in the middle of, of the pyramid. Um, and when you get there, when you get to that floating monument, you are greeted by the final boss of the raid, who is this Rulk character? R R H U L K. Uh, R H U L K. Yep. Um, as much as my phone wants to autocorrect that to Hulk, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Writing my notes for this tonight was extremely was difficult because of that. Yes. <laughs> Um, Do you mean to say Hulk? No, no, I get it. Marvel Universe owns everything. Thanks, Disney. Yeah. Thanks, Marvel. You're the best. This is something new. Yeah, this is something different. Add it to my dictionary, please. Yes. Uh, so I'm not going to go over the fight with him uh, as far as like the mechanics of it. Uh, he is freaky looking. He is like... freaky. He is unlike anything we have seen in Destiny until until now. And um, by this point in the time of the raid, like I've I've forgotten everything about Callus, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I have no oh yeah. fucking clue what's happening here. This is left field shit. Like I don't, 
I, I don't even know what to think. I don't know where to go with this info. Like, I by this time, I am genuinely confused and like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, I get to the end. I'm expecting a Cabal Emperor. I've got this Slender Man looking fucker. What What is he going was, on? He was freaky, uh, man. Uh, but like <laughs> that freaky that like makes you want to go touch him. Like, ooh, what if what if what if he's like what if he grants me powers or something like I, I don't want to look at him. I can't look directly at him. But God, I, I keep looking at him and then I get freaked out by him. And he's got this glaive that he runs around with. Like, oh, my God. Ah! He, he is the design for Rook is so, so good. Fucking uh, amazing. Every everything about the actual like. Damage phase with him and and the and getting him to to the damage phase and like you feel like you're kind of dueling this big bad that you are not yeah. going to win against unless you, you know, make all these stars align and, and pull open some up an fucking rabbit out of yourself. your butt. Yeah, no, it's um, like, he, yeah, he feels like a big bad and yeah. it's, it's great. Uh, he just walks on air. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God. There's so many times where he accidentally like walks off the edge of the platform and he's just floating there. He's just floating there, staring yep. at us, walking up to us all, freaking like ooh, what are you gonna do about it bud sucks to suck mofos yeah, yeah no like it was not atheon and me yeah yeah grenade this suckers and then he comes over and freaking suplon kicks you into freaking outer space oh my god yeah so i guess I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go back a little bit there is one thing that i think is lore relevant about the mechanics for fighting him okay and that is that there's a very distinct decision and we saw this elsewhere in in the raid as well when we were looking through the symbols there, there's a huge amount of symbols i think it was like 16 or 18 it's symbols ridiculous. in the raid. it's ridiculous um, it's 27 but yeah oh even more uh, yeah yeah <laughs> go go fuck your little 16 that's cute <laughs> what's what's bad is like i was a reader for most of our <laughs> runs so <laughs> and he just, he just... <laughs> I remember what all of what we called all of them. I couldn't tell you how many of them there were. The crazy thing as, is, they, 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 in, were they were all. Right out. They were. We didn't even notice this going in the front door. They are all already named. Yeah. And now <laughs> knowing can... that, I I can't get our names of them out of my head. So I keep calling them the names that we came up with them, knowing now that they are wrong. Like they have I mean, actual they're names. Wrong. They're they not wrong. They're not wrong. Better. Exactly, right? Like, yeah. yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the, but the mechanic, uh, and, and like I said, we see this elsewhere, the symbols, there are four symbols in particular that are very intentionally separated from each other. Uh, and those symbols are the Traveler, the Pyramid, Light, and Dark. Now. Under normal circumstances, you would think, and, and we even messed up our callouts because of this, we associate the Traveler with light to the point where like, we were calling that, that symbol light until we oh, saw yeah. the actual light symbol. And uh, realized and that same there thing was with, a symbol for light. Yeah, same thing with the Pyramid in the Dark. And why I want to draw attention to this is that in the final fight with Rolk, uh, part of the mechanic is you have to activate these pillars. There are only four pillars in the final DPS area, and those pillars are Traveler, Pyramid, Light, and Dark. And Traveler and Pyramid are on one side, and Light and Dark are on the other. Yep. 
And this seems to, to me is a very intentional statement and, and symbology of the light and the traveler are not the same thing. And the dark and the pyramids are not the same thing. And that was something that I mentioned as I didn't even realize I mentioned it as I was mentioning it, but then it, it made sense to me. The 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 darkness or the the pyramid and the traveler are the entities, and the darkness and the light are the forces these entities use. Mm-hmm. And so now we're we really are starting to get whereas before, like, and we've talked about this through many of our previous episodes of like you know, the deep is synonymous with the dark and the synonymous with the, no, we're actually getting named things for all of this stuff. And these named things are very important to be associated with themselves and not across multiple things. Namely the, the, the sky is not necessarily the light is not necessarily the traveler. The traveler is an entity. It uses the light as one of two paracausal, well, two known paracausal abilities, mm-hmm. um, in service of the sky. The, I think that's correct. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with that assumption, but until proven wrong. Um, yep. And then the same thing with the dark. The pyramids are using the dark in service to the deep, which is now known as the witness. Now that is That's where something I'm, I'm yeah. unsure about. Right? Like, is uh, the witness in, is who's 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 using who here? Right. Originally, I was under the the thought that like the witness is the entity. The witness is now. The, now I don't fucking know anymore. Dark. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm not so sure anymore because I don't, fu- I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm so they I'm, this this whole raid and reading all the lore tabs today has like considerably screwed my mind up, and I don't know if I can recover from this. So let so let's let's focus on Rulk and his relationship to the witness because I think that is very concrete. That Absolutely. we know most of the details. That about. is that is uh, very. I, I say black and white, but he. <laughs> who knows anymore so to give a, a quick summary i'm gonna give a quick summary of rulk himself and uh some of some of his history that i know i have not read all of the shattered sun lore book which i know goes into much greater detail on him don't uh, worry we'll cover that this later. is just kind of the the gist of it we will we will go into that in a later episode we'll, we'll dedicate an episode to it 100%. um because it's breaking but so so rulk who is also known as the subjugator uh, is also one of the disciples the disciple. is one of the disciples of the witness uh, possibly the first disciple oh i never even thought of it from that perspective i always thought of him as the disciple not a disciple he is a disciple interesting uh, okay and uh, the disciples as far as the hierarchy goes are above the worm gods uh, so if we're if we're to think of the darkness hierarchy, you have your your rank and file. I was, I was just going to say scorn. we may have to we may have to redo our <laughs> our, yeah. our darkness hierarchy. So, <laughs> so your dark darkness hierarchy right now, as we understand it, you have your rank and file, hive and scorn, and then above them are like they worship uh the their gods, so hive gods, which would be Oryx, Savathun, Shivu, Arath. Um, those. Uh, hive gods 
although know of the witness and I think more directly uh you know take take orders from the witness they also know that the disciples are above them in power and the disciples may carry out the witnesses will where where oh yeah that makes sense uh so where where did where would like zol aka all of them where would they lie yeah yeah so you're you're right i skipped one so um, well well are are they equivalent to savathun and oryx would they just be like more generals or or they still is there still that layer in between them and the and the and the disciple that's a good question i i think i do think that the worm gods sit a little bit above the hive gods um not by much though in not not by nearly as much as we thought like we thought um, that they were like, ooh, yeah, but it turns out they're just no, no, they're <sighs> they're small potatoes. Yeah. Uh, so you so you have the hive gods, Oryx and Savathun and Shiva Wrath above them, the worm gods, uh, Yolzol, Akka, Ir, or, uh, and then above them, you have the disciples, such as Rulk, Rulk, uh, and the disciples are truly the ones that are the closest to the witness like sure. they, they they are literally converse. carrying out like what you said they are carrying out the witness's will yeah they are doing what the witness tells them to do they can converse with the witness uh at least semi-directly and on a somewhat regular basis um do, are we thinking like a telepathic link or are we thinking more of a just like same room uh not telepathic i don't think but they have ways to communicate with him uh, because, uh, as we'll see later on, I, I think I included it in, in this, uh, Savathun actually hijacks one of those communications. Yeah. Um, so it has to be something that she that's hijackable. Sure, uh, sure. And then we have the, the witness above the disciples, and there, there's room for the witness to, to be below to to somebody? one more. Like to be uh, a, a number two, to, and to think that the witness could be a number two. Well, and the reason like, why I, I say this, the 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 main thing that that has always struck me as odd, since even since we very we saw the witness for the first time, yeah, the way the witness speaks is very different than how we have seen the darkness speak to us in lore cards and speak to Callus when, uh, excuse me, and speak to Oryx. When Oryx met the deep and communed with the deep to get the power to take. Interesting. Uh, I never made that the, correlation, but yeah. The the witness taught, you know, the the memes are going around, but he he's you know, no more no life, no more death. <laughs> you you have no more pieces to play, let us end this. Versus <laughs> something like the unveiling book. Or or versus the the books of sorrow where Oryx is talking to the deep and the deep literally tells Oryx, "Hey, Oryx, welcome. Take a load off. Sit down." Uh, yeah. Like very just nonchalant, very like very the, different. The witness, the witness may the witness be way more like. devoted than the darkness. The, 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 I don't know that devoted yeah. is the right word. So I I almost see fanatical, the darkness. Maybe um maybe Extremist? fanatical. I could see that, and and I don't I don't think that the witness's ideology is different than the darkness's, um, 
the way that I envision the darkness in uh, the the entity that is described as talking to Oryx in this very nonchalant fashion and and even talks to us in the unveiling book in this same very nonchalant fashion uh if, if you've ever seen the uh TV series Lucifer yes um that it like the, that interpretation of <laughs> Lucifer is kind of how I see the okay whatever this entity is as this like kind of charismatic kind of knows it's all powerful and yeah. so doesn't really care about pomp and circumstance because yeah. no one can do anything about it yeah uh, that's kind of the vibe i get from reading those books and that is not the witness's vibe at all no no the witness so... very much has this creepy like uh, domination like i will rule all of you and if or i i will make not e- not even like rule all of you like i i will free all of you that that salvate we are your salvation like that's yeah that's that's the freaky part like oh, so man, i'm not yeah. i'm not sure i think they're i think if they if they retcon things a little bit and are like yeah that was all the witness and he is the big bad like i'm not going to be upset about it right but it it seems like a strange change I mean, um, you never know. He, maybe, maybe. Okay, I mean, so he, okay. Narratives so evolve. This theory. So that's that exactly, exactly. Narratives evolve. Research changes, right? Like maybe, maybe with with Oryx, he truly thought that you know this is it. This is, I've found something to carry out the will, and this is going to be a thing. And then when Oryx died, he was like, "Uh, shit." Well, well I don't think that's the case. You don't think so? Don't, okay. No, we we have some pretty direct evidence to suggest that's not the case. Oh, yes, um, from the current lore stuff. Yeah, from the current lore yeah. stuff. So, uh anyway, not not to get too off track here, but um Oh, the, we never the, get off track in here. <laughs> uh Rulk the disciple sits as close to the witness as as in as anyone can as far as right-hand power man level. basically. Right right-hand man, potentially his very first disciple. Alexander um, Hamilton style. <laughs> yeah, we, this will not be a musical episode. <laughs> uh, so you want to fight for Rulk, your land back? I need my right hand man back. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag please sponsor us, Disney. <laughs> yeah, that Disney money. Lin-Manuel, um, I absolutely love you and adore you and Encanto is awesome. All right. Got that off my chest. Th- thank yous happen at the end. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but so, so Rulk is, uh, was, before becoming the disciple, was the last surviving member of the Lubre people, which was a civilization that had been blessed by the Traveler, similar to uh, the Fallen, or the, the Elixni, um, but they fell into a military dictatorship after the Traveler left them. For yeah. reasons unknown, uh, the regime. When the witness just, arrived, doesn't that just sound dark? Like it does. The re- it does. the regime, like it's described that way throughout the whole lore reading, and it's just it, like it, it makes you want to hate them, right? Like it makes you want to like, yeah, down with the regime. Fuck, fuck the anarchy, anarchy. Yeah, no, well, absolutely. And I mean, it, it, they, they essentially ended up destroying themselves uh yeah so the 
the the traveler left probably because it knew the witness was coming uh the witness arrives and the planet at the, at the point the witness arrives the planet is already pretty much done for um one oh, of yeah. its its moons or suns they they don't really specify um, i think there's suns so so because when they talk about them they talk about one is like an umbral sun and one is a yeah uh, one's like a blue sap- and sapphiristic sun yeah, yeah so, the, so the sapphiristic would be like a blue like a blue star right like a uh what, what is that um mm-hmm. a blue dwarf is that what that's uh there's a i know there's a red dwarf blue dwarf might also be a thing though is that what I'm thinking of? For some reason, that's what that's what that's making me think of. And then the umbral yeah, yeah, sun, yeah. which Blue is dwarf. so so. And then the umbral sun is essentially a black hole. Maybe that's I mean, what I that's what I think of it as. Right, <laughs> right. Like because uh, they talk about it as the umbral sun, which would be like the darkened sun, like and anything that would have that 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 size to it in the sky that would also give off a dark light would be either a dead star or a dying star. You know, yeah. like something that's gone supernova, but or maybe a supernova star that hasn't black holed yet, or something. You know, like maybe, like yeah. maybe a neutron star or something, right? Yeah. Regardless, um, their their son, one of their sons, which it sounds like they were drawing power from, uh, in their their push towards um this military dictatorship, uh, essentially ends up breaking their son in half uh fractures it when we when we think of it from a scientific standpoint because you know me i love looking at the science side of this Mm -hmm. the sun is just a giant ball of energy right yeah if you're if you're siphoning this energy right we know that in at least in in this universe energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be transferred or stored uh if you're just siphoning this energy from it and and eventually you're going to cipher siphon it down to nothing to where now all the energy is on your side of the equation and science doesn't like an unbalanced equation uh science and math is like no 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 hold the hell on here um there's consequences for this and in this case the consequence was bye bye star yep so the witness sun. comes upon sun is a star, this not planet the that has been under this this military regime, which has uh, been led by, um, you know, Wander- essentially is it stalkers. Just... What's that? Because it's stalkers and wanderers, right? Yes. Yeah. Stalker. The... Stalkers is like the regime. That's like the military arm of the regime, and wanderers yep. is like the people being hunted down that aren't that aren't living in the city. That aren't. Yeah. Um, and so Rulk, prior to being a disciple, um, uh, he was betrayed by his family. Uh, and I only have the spark notes here. So Zor, if you have any, spe- anything specific about it, cause I know you've read it, feel free to, a, to a little bit. In. And I, and this, this is where like, so this is where like the shattered sons, uh, uh, lore book, it, we're going to have to dive into this one cause it's, it's yeah. deep. Basically, what what happens is uh, Rulk was part of this was part of the Wanderers, so he was part of the clans that were that were kind of like wandering around and and very clan like, very nomadic clan like. They were being hunted down by the stalkers. Uh, eventually, his his father the whole you know his father the whole time was like death to the regime this whole time, and then he's taken off 
during one of the raids. Like he's he's literally captured and taken off to the city. Uh, they don't see him for a very long time. Uh, and then when when he does finally meet up with him again, he's wearing regime clothes and now he's fully regimed up. And he's just like, yeah, no, regime not so bad. It's whatever, you know, come fight by my side. Be my right hand man. And and Rulk is like, fuck that. And kind of goes nuts. And yeah, he, he has like starts an murdering everyone. It doesn't matter. Woman, man, child, uncle, father, mother, sister, brother. He murders everyone. Yeah, he, he has a, a psychotic break, essentially. He literally um, murders in, in the, the entire Lubre people. Mm-hmm. Although they were on the path to do it to themselves. Right. Like they were but... on the moon, the sun was already going to blow up and it was already going to supernova and the planet was going to die anyway. But there's like this abyss. Right there's this very dark garden somewhere near the city that he's thrust into, and he has his glaive that he's he started off calling it uh, uh, relics relic sword, which is his father's name was relics, um, and yep. so that's what he had named it. And then after this like existential crisis, he renames it relics babe, and and so that's the like when you're in the fight, that's the glaive that's on his back. Like anyone who's mm-hmm. actually done the fight. The glaive that you shoot, the name of that glaive is Relic's Bane, um, later to become known as uh, uh, Lubrea's Ruin, which is the actual Uh, glaive that you get from the raid. Yep, that you can craft from the raid. Yes, that you can craft. Uh, Wait. Well, no, it it drops as well. You're right. 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 And then you have to craft Um, it. So the the witness comes upon uh, Rulk kind of in in the midst of having ended his his species yeah uh and rulk sees the witness as um kind of like a a god descending from heaven kind of kind of vibe even Um, even deeper than that like a new father yeah like he the the witness is his reason for existing essentially is is how how enthralled he has become with the witness and the witnesses plans for the universe i don't even think he necessarily subscribes to i i I don't think he thinks enough to subscribe to like the the theology of the witness it's just if the witness believes it's true then that's the only path forward and there is no questioning questioning so that's 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 where it goes kind of into the into the shattered suns a little bit i think he uh uh it's it, there's a few scenes in there that get described uh, of Rook as he's kind of evolving through this this crisis of identity um and one of them it, the, a constant theme in there is like what does it even matter why like what's the freaking point of anything and uh uh that's that's where it comes back to like seeing this this like father figure in him he's he's finally giving him purpose he's finally giving him direction Mm -hmm. and so that's that's where like the witness the witness it to to rook is very much that that direction giver the father figure the 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 god you know of of the new of the of the new world order type thing like it's 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 man huh yeah I, I, i i reading these books i'm not i like i was literally like speechless the whole time like i'm reading i'm just like what the hell like it like it almost humanizes him and i'm like did we do something bad in this raid like i mean i don't 
I don't think are we, we the did... bad guys? I don't think we're the baddies in this case, but I do think that, and that they have done this uh, very well over the last, you know, probably year, year and a half now, um, about making sure that that our enemies are not just black and white. You know, it's, yeah. there is no good or bad anymore. Everything yeah. is a shade of gray. Everything has motivations, and there are yeah. motivations that we can at least understand, even if we don't agree with. It's fucking um, mind blowing. Like it's it's it it's so funny too, because like if if we think of it in other medium, right? Like the the other clear, I mean, the very obvious uh, uh, similarity would be Thanos, right? Like Thanos did yeah. what he did because he thought he was saving the universe, and it's it's like technically he's not wrong right like because resources are a finite thing and just like energy you know it can only be transferred it can't be destroyed or created or anything like that like it since there is a finite amount of something you're eventually going to run out of it and to stop that the 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 universe has to almost correct itself right and all thanos wanted to do is speed up that correction process and it's it's it god it's it's this it's this really weird feeling, right? To 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 look at these things as no longer black and white, as as this very relatable thing. Like, okay, you know, if it was me on this end, like if I was slowly losing my mind because my family was like, oh, down with the regime, and then I turn around and now they're part of the regime. Like, what is happening here? Like, for years I've grown up thinking, oh, you know, fuck the regime, they're bad, screw them. And then, you know, come find out later, oh, yeah, they're not so bad. They live in the life of luxury. Like, they're, they actually, they're really well off. The city's super nice. Like, we don't have to wander around waiting for death every night. Like, because the planet, the, the Lubrea planet is very much described as, like, this very hostile place. Like, obviously, the militaristic mm-hmm. side of it makes it even more hostile, right? So, you have the stalkers that are, that are literally wandering around during the day, killing everyone. And then at night, there are things that, Essentially, there's things that go bump in the night <laughs> that are killing everyone. They're killing everyone that isn't killed by the stalkers that aren't that don't live in the city. They talk about uh, uh, fauna that can flatten itself so thinly that you don't even know it's there until your skin has been ripped from your bones and your guts and flesh are nothing but pustule bits about you. Like it's super graphic too. Like it's ah! <laughs> yeah. That's one way to get around a T rating. If it's all in the just text, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't affect the it rating. Do, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, it's dark. Like all of these lore readings are very dark and like. Oh yeah. So so that that is how the disciple, the subjugator, Rulk kind of comes to be. Yeah. Uh, is he is literally the last of his his species. Uh, broken and strong, obviously strong enough to to do all of this. Uh, and Very the witness appears to him. Light. Yeah, the witness appears to him and uh chooses him to be his disciple, and um gives him gives him purpose essentially. Uh, and then what Rulk goes on to do in service of the witness is described in the lore cards of the three uh, armor sets, one for each class that you can get in the raid. Uh, Which so the to... armor sets are freaking 
freaky. They're yeah. freaky and they're off-putting and they're super cool. Like the warlock helm has like these moving bits on it that are like woo 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 woo, and then like the bond like is like, is yeah, like. and then like the bond is like always doing this sine wave type motion, and then like, did you see the hunter cloak where it's like this like. Like yeah, from like the front, down the spine of it has got yeah the, that the fucking shit on it. Like what the around? hell, yeah. man? And then you look at it from the front; it's very much this like ruler bazaar is just a badass, yeah. And then like the Titan face, and it's just like nom 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 nom. It's super freaky. Like everything mm-hmm. about this armor is freaky, but super cool too. Like it's really neat. Except the warlock chest piece because it looks like a diaper. Exactly. That's the one I, I myth and I are in agreements <laughs> with this. For once, the warlock robes look like crap. Yeah. Dude, Not it's, bad crap. It's, it's a shame. To the artist yeah. and people that designed it, thank you. But yeah, no. maybe maybe not give us such wide hips. Like <laughs> I mean, I know these hips don't lie, but Jesus, man, I I like me some thick boys, but that's whatever. That that aside, the <laughs> lore cards on this armor is also really, really cool and completely changes how we think about some of the major characters that we have had in the lore up till now. So I'm going to go through these um, chronologically, uh, as far the lore cards chronologically to the deeds Rook did. Yeah. So we're going to start with the Titan armor, then the Hunter, and then finish with the Warlock. Uh, and, and then we're also going to talk about the Sparrow and the Ghost Shell. And what about the uh, Legendary Glaives and the Legendary Pulse? So yeah, I didn't read those, did you? I did not. I did not <laughs> bring those up as I was going through everything today. That's okay. Uh, so I'll have to rely on you for that. Not not the Exotic Glaives, you mean? But yes. The Legendary one? Okay. The exotic, um, the exotic glaives. Each class has its own lore entry. This is true, but I those don't cover Rook specifically. I don't think if so. I recall correctly, those I are more Sabathun so. based. Yeah. Um, because that's that's one so, thing that that's kind of important about the the glaives themselves. The glaive actually comes more from Rook than anywhere else. Yeah. No, like, the the original. Gla- the original artifact that we took in the campaign to make our glaive was stolen from Rook by Savathun. Yep. Not stolen from the Witness as we originally thought. Yep. So, I'm going to start with the Titan armor here. Uh, I do not have these word for word because they are not on Ishtar Collective because uh, the API has not been updated yet. I cannot read them because I do not have the game in front of me, so I'm going to be paraphrasing, but I think I've gotten most of the main points down here. Um. So, the biggest worry, revelation from the Titan armor is that Rulk played the 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 main part in getting the Worm Gods to be subservient to the Witness. And and uh, each each section of the Titan armor, each each portion of it is has another has a different lore associated with each of the five worms worm gods has a different flavor text uh on on like the top of the lore card most of the actual lore cards themselves though are being read from either uh the perspective of rulk or the perspective of a worm god that we have not known until now named uh zeta 
Yeah. And so, more th- this is more or less the story. Uh, the worm gods were, in fact, trapped in Fundament by the Leviathan. Ha <laughs> ha! It was as a we prison! As from the Books of Sorrow. It was, in fact, a prison. Ha <laughs> uh, I feel, I feel, I, I, when, I, when I found that out and I realized that through the Titan armor, I was like, Myth, we did something! <laughs> <laughs> so, but what we don't know from the Books of Sorrow is that there were six worms, not five. Yeah. Uh, originally, there were six. And that sixth worm was called Zeta, uh, X-I-T-A, and she was the mother of the other five. Uh, I completely so fucks Rulk with a bunch of our theories, right? Like, complete, Completely changes a bunch of our theories, but we had the right idea that there was like a mother worm yes. that all the other worms spawn off of. Yes. Um, and, they, and all these worms were subservient to... These were literally worms grown from... What like these? These were worms grown from the larva. Is that is that? Well, well I know so I'm she, jumping. I'm sorry. <laughs> Z, Zeta birthed the other five. Okay. Yule, Zol, Ear, Aka, Ayer. Okay. Um, and if you they... say them five times fast enough, five times your brain <laughs> will actually implode into itself, and you'll create a mini black hole inside your brain. So that's Fun why fact. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, You'll so, you'll learn the power to take if you do it six times fast. <laughs> I don't want that either. <laughs> this could this could come in handy at the um, DMV. <laughs> actually, we need to talk about the power to take as well. Yes, we here. do. There's so uh, much lore. <laughs> so Rulk comes to Fundament under orders from the witness. Correct. Uh, because the witness knows that the the traveler has its eyes on the krill. Yep. And and we know we know this to... we we know for a fact that the krill were the next in line by way yes. of the campaign. Like we talked about in the in the campaign that is something that is revealed. The worms lied to the sisters started the idea of this god wave that in in I don't think ever happened. Uh maybe the syzygy happened because the syzygy is just lining up the mo- of the moons. But I so, don't think the God Wave itself ever happened. Yeah, I don't know if the God Wave itself ever happened. Um, the worms no, didn't even you. come up with that lie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, again, was, was the witness. So uh, Rulk goes to Fundament under orders for the witness um, because they know that the Travelers is going to choose the Krill. Um, and Rulk being the incredibly powerful being that he is, just fucking swam in the yeah. oceans of fundament all the way down yeah. to, to no where ship, the worms no prison No ship needed was. here, bitches. No nope, needle no here. Nothing. Similar to the uh, hive sisters that would come later, uh, the Leviathan, who is the kind of gatekeeper, the, the guardian of the, this prison for the worms, turn back confronts, from the deep confronts uh Rulk and kind of gives him the same spiel that it yeah. gave the the hive sisters yeah. i think not realizing who or what Rulk was <laughs> uh turn back young mortal bitch i just swam all the way down here who the fuck <laughs> you think you are <laughs> and so Rulk decides that the best way to 
teach the Leviathan uh, its place is to essentially not only fight the Leviathan and beat the ever-loving shit out of it, but in that fight to literally pull its rib out of its body. With his bare fucking hands. With his bare hands. That just, that's, oh my god! And so that's the bone that we see at the beginning of the that's raid. That's the bone you see in the raid. It's a freaking yep. Leviathan rib bone. Like, holy shit! Ah! So, sorry, having a little is... bit of a, little bit of a moment. <laughs> so he is thoroughly... Might be hashtag, rule, ha- hashtag team rule care for a little bit, just... Yeah, <laughs> you know that's fine. So he he cool. is he is thoroughly uh, humiliated and gravely injured the Leviathan, who decides to leave him the fuck alone. After yeah, that. yeah. Um, Leviathan's like, nah, bro, I'm good. You do what you want, man. I don't even care anymore. So Rook now takes this bone, this rib bone that he has ripped out of the Leviathan, and continues down to the prison where the worms are held. And the the worms at first, uh, or Zeta, I should say, at first tries to to put on some of the pomp and circumstance, and like you know, how do you stand before us? And uh, you know, we we have uh, you know, we we are mighty, and and essentially is trying to use what we learn. The worm gods have uh, a level of like mind control abilities. Uh, they have a kind level of, of like of, the Ahamkara. Well, I've I've got more on that. I've got lots oh, more. On that, actually. Oh, 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 um, oh, disciple mine! <laughs> yeah, let's get it. So Zeta tries to put on this uh, this you know this grandeur that they do with the sisters later on of like hey, we are the hey worm baby gods. come check out yeah. my house you want to see the Ooh. couch it's so awesome who are you like, to stand fuck before your couch. Us? Um, Rulk responds by saying, uh, you know, I know who you are. I know what your powers are. They will not work on me. And then he proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of Zeta with the rib bone he just with pulled the, out of the Leviathan. With the fucking rib bone? Like, who does that? Uh, so. Yeah. After he Hashtag has team lit- Rulk for a little while. That's what's happening here. After he has literally clubbed Zeta into submission, he offers her a uh, a, a bargain. Essentially, he says, "Like he he says, I know that you worms are starving in your prison, mm-hmm. that you have no hope of survival if you stay in this prison. I can guarantee that your children will find sustenance in the creatures above." on the surface of fundament if you submit yourself to me holy you, shit the you being zeta holy shit so the in, balls in this on case, this dude walks into a prison looks the prison guard in the face and says fuck you steals his rib beats the shit out of that dude goes further in finds the biggest baddest mother in the in the middle of the prison and says what's up and the mother's like hey i can mind control and he's like Fuck you. Beats the shit out of her. Oh my god. So Zeta agrees. 
because she doesn't want her children to starve. Right. And so he uh, literally drags her, drags Zeta from the depths of Fundament all the way up out of the oceans back to his pyramid ship. Holy effing shit. And and when you get in there, when you play the the story mission or happen to get through the raid and see the sheer size of this worm, because that, that is Zeta that, that is in the yep. middle of the pyramid ship, it is unimaginable. That's, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she, like, because when you, when you first see her from, like, the first room, right, like, I mean, she is just massive, and, like, she's coiled mm-hmm. up. And and whatever that red crap is is flowing in or out of to the center pier like it it's mind blowing. And then when you get to the final encounter, you're sitting on top of that and you look down and like this worm is huge. Like this thing is like a hundred times the size of 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 Zol, right? Like mm-hmm. and and anyone who doesn't like I know there's probably some newer players here that didn't get a chance to play the Warmind uh, stuff before it was sunset. Um, in the Warmind, we keep referencing this. Uh, in the Warmind uh, uh, DLC, um, in the first year of Destiny 2, there was a mission called uh, um, not Strange Terrain. I can't think of the other. I th- is it just called Zol Will of Thousands? I think it is. I think um, it was. Yeah. But you go to you go to like you're you're like running through the mine lab of Rasputin on Mars, and then you get to the end of it, and Zol's there, like this huge worm god, and like you have the, you're gifted this javelin from from Rasputin and you start hucking this javelin at him and beating him down and you know he, when he finally lands on the platform like you can go jump up on his head and teabag him a bunch and then he kind of dissipates into nothing but like he's still like size wise like he's maybe two people tall right like like or wide right like if, if two so, so if two people stood on top of each other's soldier, shoulders that's about how wide this worm is and then, like his mouth isn't really that big. Like it, it like you could probably fit two or three people in it, but that's about it. Um, this worm got at the bottom of the disciple thing. You you could fit a whole raid in it. Like you could like this thing is huge. Yeah, it's it is incredibly massive. And uh, what Rook does with Zeta now that that he has kind of forced her into, um enslavement essentially subjugator subjugator uh, rook the subjugator yep yeah he uh he takes her to his to his pyramid ship and he plugs her in to yeah. this super weapon inside the pyramid called the upended and that is what that uh that that like cube esque pillar floating in the middle of of the raid is that her energy is feeding this upended uh super weapon um and she's she's stuck there like she Rita is or Zeta is forever stuck getting sustenance from Rook in some way and then immediately having it cycle out into this this super weapon in his ship so i'm curious uh, here's when you when you say it that way i don't i don't know why i didn't interpret it that way but now that you're saying it that way, I'm curious if that's part of the um the the power cycle the power chain, right? Like maybe the the worm gods are are 
somehow feeding her through through their through their larvae, right? That were given to the to the sisters who then have the have their hive down the line. Their knights, their acolytes, their thralls feed them, right? So uh, yeah, tribute going up the chain, yeah, until eventually reaching the five worm Zeta. gods, which would then eventually all go to Zeta as like the pinnacle of the pyramid. That yeah. that may very well be how it's working. Um, all all this to feed this upending web. What the fuck is the upending? Like, I know I'm cursing a lot this episode, but holy crap, I am. My brain has imploded from reading all this stuff. Like, I. I have no idea where to go with any of this. What the heck is the up ending? So the the up ended, as far as I can tell, we don't have any good concrete anything. Um, but it's it's a super weapon. It it's like it super, has super the weapon. ability. It has the ability to destroy. Uh, not not planets, but like entire realms, like um, reality. If if Rulk were to fire the upended, which he tries to do in the raid, um, it would destroy the entire ascendant plane, from my understanding. Because it's trapped within Sabathun's Because it's trapped world. within Sabathun's Oh, that's the key there. That's why Sabathun so, locked him in there. Okay, all right, go ahead. I just, so that just made a ton of sense there. So if he ever does fire this weapon, the only thing he's ever unmaking is the ascendant plane, and then who? The, and not even the ascendant plane. He's only unmaking Savathun's throne world. In which case, who the hell cares? Savathun's just he's making unmaking, another one. He's unmaking at least Savathun's throne world. It's implied, based on what I was reading, it it wouldn't stop at her throne world. It would be the entirety the entire of ascendant the ascendant plane, plane and every Holy throne shit. world in it. Oh my god. So super weapon is is it means it <laughs> this time. Hyper hyper um, weapon, right? Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We you uh, thought supersonic was good. Check out hypersonic. He makes supersonic it, look like a bitch. And it has been storing power from this whole Zeta. Fucking time. And if we're assuming that that's a billion the billion years chain it's been storing it for a billion years. All of the tribute that has trickled up through all of the hive over the last billion years are in this thing. And that's why it's so damn powerful. I know you can't see it right now, but I am... My jaw is like on the floor. Like I, I'm having trouble processing this information. <laughs> okay. Um... So Holy he doesn't crap. stop there. So he he is Zeta Holy subservient crap. to him, and by nature by by nature of her deal, she has essentially not only enslaved herself but ensured that while her children will survive, they will also they will always, always be, be enslaved, enslaved to oh the my witness. God. And I dude, to, this to is make... nuts. If the witness isn't the entity, if the witness isn't the darkness. What the hell? Yeah. Like uh I have some thoughts on that just not not like theory but just whether I want him to be or not be the big bad. Uh cuz I essentially I don't want them to run into the 
into the wow problem or, or what I yeah. call the wow problem where once we beat they, the big bad now what <laughs> well for the last like number of expansions in World of Warcraft it's always been we beat the big bad and then like at their death scene they're like oh but I was only trying to protect you from this bigger bad that's coming <laughs> next expansion so buy that one please uh that is that has literally been like the last three expansions of World of Warcraft, which I do not and play we're, anymore. And we're kind but of, I know we're kind of head that way, right? Like we kill Savathun, and she's like, "Uh huh, there's something worse." And now we've killed Rook, Rook, and he's like, "Uh huh, there's something worse." So I'm fine with it right now. I think I think what they've done and how they've set these characters up is worthy of this hierarchy, but I don't want them to fall into the trap. Of I don't like, want it to fall. Like, don't trap yeah. yourselves. We know you're better than this. See the trap before you form it. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my only concern with, with the witness and, like, is there a thing above him? Because hopefully it stops somewhere and it doesn't go on for years. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that just the thought of like, please, for the love of God, just stop at the witness. The witness is the entity. The witness is darkness. Doom. Done. There. Yep. Moving on. Next big baddie. Something so, else is threatening humanity. We're saving off something from humanity. Like we're saving humanity. We're not saving the universe. We're saving humanity. That's what we need to get back to. <laughs> so back back to rule. Uh, uh, so we can try and finish off the Titan set and maybe get through the others. Yes. There's still a lot to go. There is. Uh, so not only has he plugged Zeta into this machine to make the super weapon, he is also literally carving pieces out of her. And those pieces, uh, similar to earthworms uh, in real life, uh, I, or maybe this is a myth, but I've always heard if you like, if an earthworm gets cut in half, technically those two halves will turn into, have the ability to turn into two more worms they absolutely do um, we did this we did this as a uh, science experiment uh when i was in eighth grade uh we took earthworms and cut them in half and then just kept them you know kept them basically as pets for like two or three weeks and sure enough they they just start moving about as two earthworms now it's so it's kind of freaky but it's kind of cool a little bit yeah zeta apparently has the same ability or, or the same uh same physiology and uh, Rulk literally just is carving pieces out of her. And those pieces are the larvae that then are in all of the hive. Mind-blowing. Fucking so, mind-blowing. Uh, and then Rulk, again, under direction of the witness, takes one of these larvae and uh, essentially sets it up in such a way that it would it would be discovered by the Osmium King um, and put into motion all of the events that led to the Krill becoming the Hive. Um, all to stop them from being taken by the light. Chosen by the light. All, yeah. all because Rulk has seen what the light has done. It gifts these civilizations all this power and all this stuff. Essentially like what we thought of, of our, our guardians or our ghost, rather, building an army, trying to do something to build an army to stop the witness. 
and and by the time the witness gets there you know humanity or whatever it's what whatever whatever species the traveler has been enabling with with the uh golden ages just says well shit this planet's lost bye and leaves and now the darkness takes over so now now Rahul is seeing this play out in front of him and and god damn oh so the next bit of lore i want to go over is the hunter armor yes and the this void. is a little different uh but it explains a lot uh pot- potentially explains a lot so uh in this lore the witness has told rook to infiltrate a species named the aspids and over time to turn them into something that could be used by the deep uh and he tells rook uh, apparently uh rook normally when he goes to like invade or deal with a species or a planet or something he comes in guns blazing yeah uh he's referred to one of his other titles is the wrath yeah uh, the witness's wrath which correlation to the queen's wrath i don't think is coincidental oh uh, shit so he he comes in uh you know guns blazing pyramid ships and just like glasses a planet or you know does does whatever he needs to do by force and he is very specifically told here by the witness no one can know you're there i want you to accomplish this and be a be a shadow nobody can hear nobody can see you nobody can hear from you you know you can't take military action of your own um i want you to go down here infiltrate them turn them into something we can use but not through your normal forceful means uh that's that's kind of a that's kind of a mind fuck right like that's like a like to tell somebody that's been that militaristic and conquering things to be like yeah do it but without shooting a single shot and you're like uh what i'm the i'm the general of the army like i'm I'm your wrath, like, what do well, you mean not fire and, a single shot? And I shouldn't say that he doesn't fire a shot, but he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't command an army. He doesn't, like, yeah. invade. What he does is he just, he starts murdering people. Um, but in <laughs> as, dark as alleyways. As one psychopath and, does. Right, as, as psychopaths do. Uh, he, and it's, it's very strategically to make this phantom of like people are dying and he's, he's killing just the right people in just the right ways to start to make the Aspid people blame each other. Yep. Uh, and, and up till this point, the Aspids are described as like a completely peaceful culture. They don't have war. They don't even have a military. It's just everybody coexists within the Aspid society without need. Of conflict, which I'm curious Until, as to why the witness chose these this race, right? Like, well, I I think because what they they are showing in in that current in that kind of picturesque society that is the uh, epitome of what the traveler believes people are capable of. Sure, and the witness probably very intentionally is showing how easy it is to undo that to pick how it apart easy and, people will yeah. fall into fall into survival of the fittest and prove its point over the traveler's point and prove the sword logic yep 
So uh, Rulk is there stalking through the shadows, killing key people, causing distrust between uh, the Aspids. They're blaming each other for these deaths. Uh, and this, this people that used to be a very peace-loving uh, you know, society is now consumed by paranoia and fear, and they start to form factions. They yep. start to form nation states and make their own armies and have uh weapon you know technology starts to have a weapons race and their rivalries and Rulk is at this point he doesn't need to do anything else like he he did his initial killings to to cause this instability and now he's just kind of leaning back and watching the show. Yep. Uh unfortunately <laughs> things escalated Outside of his expectations. Because remember, his original message, his original mission from the witness was turn the Aspids into something we can use. I think similar to what they did with the Krill. Absolutely. Uh, what he ends up doing, though, is turning the Aspids into a, a group that becomes so technologically advanced and so militaristically advanced and so untrusting of each other that nuclear war breaks out and they destroy themselves oopsies made a poopsies small, small miscalculation <laughs> uh, i know. mean as it's... as nuclear armageddon tends to yeah be. right like uh, almost only counts in horseshoes hand grenades and thermonuclear warfare right right yeah uh, <laughs> however I, I i almost hit that city but i didn't but it doesn't matter because I have a kill radius of 17.1 billion miles. <laughs> Thanks, so, Aldrin, however, for setting off a tactical nuke and winning the war. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> simulated. Simula nuclear, yeah. Simulated nuclear warfare. This was actual nuclear warfare. Yes. Uh, however, however, one lone aspid survive uh that aspid went by the name of un and rulk finally revealed himself to un as the cause of all of these centuries of murder what do you and, what do you do to that what what do you what what on a psychological level would that do to a person well, what it does to Un, at least, is it, it breaks him. Absolutely. Uh, or, or it or her. Uh, and say, Rook, it, it, uh, Un questions Rook, like, why? Why what? did you what do hell? this? And uh, who are you? What did you have to gain? And Rook only answers with, I am Rook. With no context. Uh, and it just kind of like, drives home the meaninglessness of all yeah. of these actions. Um what's the freaking point? And and he uh, originally thinking his mission had had been a complete failure. Uh at the end of of this armor set, uh he states something along the lines of uh and then Un looked upon me with the eye with the same eyes that I looked upon you my witness with all those years ago or something to that effect uh, uh implying that un again 
the very last of his species, just like Rolk, may have been turned into another disciple. Absolutely. 100%. I that's after reading after reading that lore, that's what I got out of that. That was exactly mm-hmm. that was the exact same thoughts I had. I'm like, okay, so this this is now I was thinking of it as in like he's now a disciple of the disciple, but now seeing it this way, I think and especially reading it as Rulk is just a disciple, I think Un is another disciple. I think these are just multiple yes. disciples that are that are and it's curious to me, so oh my god. What if that's what happened to Lubre? So I I have a sneaking suspicion. I I'm gonna talk about disciples. I'm gonna talk about disciples I uh, oh after we get through after we get through the warlock armor. All because right. that has some important bits that will also lead into that discussion. Oddly um, enough, the warlock armor was the one I understood the most. <laughs> right? Like, like why? So, why? Do do all the hunters understand the hunter lore from their own gear? No, no, they don't. They go, no, how they does this work in PvP? No? Okay, I don't give a shit. Like all does right. it help me jump real high? No, I don't no, care. No. Don't wow. give a shit. I, I saw a meme today. Uh, I, you might have posted it. Somebody might have posted it in one of the chats uh, where it's, it's uh, you know, a, a hunter with stompies plus 100 mobility plus a lightweight frame plus, you know, some other buffs and this, that, and the other thing. And it was just uh, a cartoon showing of the Flash going so fast that he starts <laughs> stretching apart and running faster than time. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that's what all hunters strive for, I'm convinced. That's literally what they strive for. Uh... All hunters but are no, just so, the flash. So looking at, at the warlock armor, um, this is a much more recent uh kind of lore bit here. Um so after the events of the Aspids, uh which Rulk did technically fail his original mission at, whether he got a disciple out of it or not is not hundred percent certain. I think he did. Uh but he failed. And yeah. so kind of as punishment. The witness has now sent Rulk to supervise Savathun. Yep. Um, and and to to kind of give a timeline here, uh, this is happening at the time that Savathun is first becoming a a hive, a, a powerful like hive god, quote unquote. Um, past the point of Sarthona. Yeah, has not. has now transitioned into Savathun, but hasn't been Savathun for very long at this right. point. Very much uh, in the has, beginning. In the yeah, beginning, there was Savathona. Yeah, has has just now created her throne world essentially, yep. or has started to create her throne world. And so the witness sends Rook to supervise Savathona because Savathona, <laughs> Savathona, goddamn, because he believes Savathun can be a disciple absolutely and, she but, is that powerful that like she has that drive or that whatever that's like what and, like what is what defines a disciple i think honestly i think the uh the defining characteristic to be a disciple is that they have to be the last of their species or the last of their echelon of their species, maybe. Um, and that they need to have, they, they need to have done that of their own accord through 
proving their right to exist through violence, essentially. Um, Thus breaking their will. They need to overcome everything else. Those are those are the the qualifiers for a disciple, I, and, at least from and what I, and I've I, seen. And I think breaking of the breaking of their will is is in there too. Like that's like yeah, like that once seems you, to be a, a theme. once they've been broken of their will, now they just look at whatever it is above them as okay, nothing else mattered. You're my servitude to you is what matters. Like that's what truly mm-hmm. matters in this universe, in this reality, in this existence. Jesus so, Christ, this stuff is. So the reason this is a punishment for Rulk is because Rulk absolutely hates the high gods. <laughs> uh, I think because they, their... I, I I think he hates them because he's they've kind of figured out a way to to kind of circumvent the system, right? Like a little bit, yeah. Um, the he despises their use of a throne world. He sees yeah. it as a weakness. Um, that like they're afraid of true death. They're, so they're hiding in this throne world is kind of his viewpoint. Um, and he, he says, you know, they, they're never using their full strength unless they're forced to because they yep. have no other choice. Um, and uh, when, when Rulk learns that uh, the witness sees Savathun as a potential disciple, he's like, he's kind of not okay with it. Yeah. Uh, He's, I, now I don't there's, know if now jealous is poss- the right word, yeah. but he's like, they're not worthy, you know? Definitely um, a level of jealousy going on there. It, and I, I saw this comment on uh, on the Destiny Lore subreddit, I believe it was, uh, where someone described their uh, relationship as Palpatine-Vader-esque, yeah. where the witness is, keep, is constantly keeping rules, uh, Rulk's ego in check by like yep. giving him something he doesn't want to do. And I, yep. I think that's a really apt comparison. Uh, so, despite Rulk's misgivings, he he doesn't like he never talks back to the yeah. witness. Like, if the witness says you need to go do this, then that is that is the law, and he will go do it, whether yep. he wants to or not. Uh, he has like a religious. He he holds the witness in in this like religious uh religious part of his life like he worships them to that degree and that's that's where i think that that broken will comes back into play right like yeah because it, because you've broken all ties and all everything to everything else like you literally see the rest of the the entirety of your existence up to that point as meaningless as as serving no purpose as nothing of that matters and now there's this thing that is giving you command giving you purpose and and that's all you can see and so it is very much that religious, um, and I don't want to say extremist or or, or fanaticism, but that's I mean it's it's kind of like that. It definitely is like that for the disciples that yes. are described. Um, I think there are. I think we can draw some some real world comparisons here for, for odd people, that they would choose the word disciple, for, right? Uh, for, for anyone that, that is maybe reading through these lore books or um, lore cards or, or listening to this, I mean, like, eh, would, why, would, why would they pair up with that? Especially when they know that it's responsible for, you know, the end of their world or, or something like that. Um, not, not to get, you know, dark and gloomy here, but I, I know people that have gone through some very rough times and 
they end up in a situation where they're looking for anything to make them feel better or anything to uh to to give a new goal to strive to have, for to have that justification uh, of existence to have the why very, why do i go on it is very easy uh whether you agree with it or not is very easy for a uh, religious tie to fill a lot of that void for people that are in that situation. Uh, and you could argue there is no more dire situation than being the last of your kind. The last of your kind. Like that's, that's, I think that's the key there too. Like you are the last living existing thing of your entire, like we always come up with like these, I say we, like Hollywood always comes up with these ideas of like, you know, the last living human on earth, what would he do type thing, right? It, it, but like, that's just, that's kind of a hard thing to imagine. Like, you know, what what if you were the last living thing of your species? Like, what 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 do you do? What How do you go on? Like, how do you find purpose? Because everything about your species is about making your species continue on. And now there is no way to do that. What do you well, do? And, like, and just the... The social aspect as well, like yeah, there's no one to talk to. There will never, never. be anyone to talk to. Never there will be never anyone. be anyone to interact with, to relate with, to to have shared experiences. Like, so to on to a psychological that position, level, that just freaking that will destroy a person's psyche. So to be in that position and then to have some higher power. Uh, or you know, literally in in some cases, uh, in in these lore books, like come down from the sky, yeah, and say like you you can be my chosen one if you, you will follow can be me. So much more, uh, my child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of the mentality that these, at least the disciples we have been told about, were in when they when they made that choice. All two of them that we know uh, about. All two of them that we Lord know help us if there is like twelve of them and we're just like fucked. Like, I mean, we I dealt with one pretty decently. It took us three days and a couple of anteater errors, but we <laughs> dealt with one. We'll get so through I, the other have, nine, ten, eleven, whatever. I have theories. I, have theories. Um, I know, but so uh, to get through the the rest of the warlock armor. So Rook is babysitting Savathun uh, at the creation of her throne world. He has parked a pyramid ship there. It is the pyramid ship that holds uh, Zeta. Just pulls on uh, in, just, what's up, yep. bitches? Um, and has built kind of his own city in a, in a corner of her throne world to be the worm factory. And he does this very intentionally because he knows that it kind of bothers Savathun to yeah. see the production of the the things that are leading to the subjugation of her her entire species, um, and so of course he does it in in her her private space essentially. Yep. Uh, like you think and, you uh, think you own this mindscape? Guess what? You ain't owning shit, motherfucker. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I think of yeah. So now. and of of the hive gods, especially, uh, he's. He doesn't like any of them, but he could kind of get behind Oryx and Shivu Arath because they're both of a warrior type nature. 
they are both of a like act first, ask questions later kind which of, which is very much um, what he was, right? Like being kind the, of idea, yeah. The wrath being of the, of the, the wrath disciple. of the witness yeah. or the witness, yeah. Uh, and but Savathun doesn't do that. Savathun is trickery and shadow work and manipulation in the background, and that that is totally not his thing. And so it just makes him hate her even more. Yeah. Uh, and he he even like pokes at her after Oryx died. And this is a part where the reason I, I say I don't think the witness ever was comfortable with Oryx thinking that he was going to be the, the thing that brought on the final shape is because uh, the uh, Rolk here in his dialogue to Savathun about the end of Oryx said, says something along the lines of, you know, your brother is ended for good. How it... Uh, just how it has always needed to be. Yep. Um, essentially implying that like the death of Oryx was preordained was by the always witness gonna as happen. to happen eventually. Yep. Uh, and, and kind of is making, not making fun of, but kind of, you know, trying to get under Savathun's skin and is kind of, definitely, and definitely says like, trying to needle well, it. now that, yeah, now that you know your your brother is gone, you you must be ecstatic. You finally killed him after so many attempts to to do so before. Uh, you know, did did you take? You know, did you learn the power to take? Did you? You know, I uh, will you now assume his throne? Kind of kind of jabs at her. Oh yeah. Uh, and and he he gets to her. He kind of like unsettles her a little bit. Um, by telling her that uh, if if she were ever to rebel that the machine Zeta's hooked up to destroys everything like it, it's it's his it's his insurance policy if Savathun ever does anything the witness bomb, doesn't like he just turns boop. on the death bomb and there's nothing she can do about it bye bye uh, worm world bye bye throne world bye bye Unfortunately for Rulk, <laughs> Savathun gets the light. He, he uh, yeah, he did not plan through, on that at all. No, through through the methods we talked about in the previous episode, uh, Savathun gets the light, and the very first thing she does with it is imprison that fucker in his own pyramid, like unable to move with what they call a light curse. Boom. Not only is she sealed up the pyramid, she like froze him with light power inside the pyramid. Yep. Uh, and he can't do anything until our guardian ass comes around and kills Savathun, the one thing that was keeping him in check. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> and so now the, the light curse that she placed on him is weakening. And he is breaking free of it with the intention to to use the upended oh, 100%. bomb. Oh, 100%. Literally uh, just going to boop. Bye-bye, throat world. And now bye-bye. we as the Guardians are going into the raid, not necessarily knowing that he's intending to do this, but knowing that Savathun had trapped something in there, and now that something is doing things. And we need and we to need, go stop that. We need to investigate. That. Not necessarily stop because it it starts off as an investigation. Like that's, that's the true. whole thing. That's true, with yeah. that's the whole theme that's going on with Witch Queen is. Mm, excuse me. We are very much gumshoes. We're 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 detectives. We're trying to you know we're piecing together bits and puzzles and stuff like that. Like 
yeah no that's that yeah so that's kind of where the that's where the the warlock armor ends um as does the raid because we spoilers because we do we kill rook we do get in there and we we kill rook uh and then this mission happens so then then there's the mission but before that i want to talk about disciples now because we we've touched on a few things Fair uh, with disciples with Un and Savathun kind of being groomed as a future disciple. Uh, so here's my thoughts. Okay, are we going into theory territory? Do we need to get our spin foil this, hats on right this, now? This is some theory territory. This is definitely spin foil time. Okay. Hang on, let me find my... Where's my tin foil? All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm set. So, so, if we assume... That the witness, well, let me let me do this first. Okay. I'm gonna draw a comparison. Originally, right. we had said that the, uh, we had equated, uh, kind of like pyramids are like ghosts, and uh, as far as like they both transmit the will of their respective power, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So. That I, I think that might still hold true. And I think maybe the comparison to me made is that we can compare guardians to disciples. Ooh. As wielders of the will, using the pow- using the powers that are received through those conduits. And I'm making an assumption here about the pyramids providing dark power sure. to their sure. their disciples. Um Using well, because if each pyramid has will dis- oh my god, got. if each pyramid has a disciple, if that was right, Rook's, Rook's personal Rolks, whatever Hulk, if that was his <laughs> personal pyramid ship, which I think that it means was. that each pyramid ship has its own disciple, or did at one point, or Holy will shit. at one point. And that that's the theory I'm going that's on here. That's the comparison so if, if, and that that follows our comparison of ghosts, right? Yes. Like yep. So let's holy let's assume shit. Let's assume that this is true and that each each pyramid ship either has its own disciple had a disciple that has been defeated at some point or is awaiting a disciple that the witness has already picked out. Holy this shit. then this then gives us a couple of questions because there are three empty pyramid ships in the soul system that we know about. I mean, one gives us Europa. a lot more than a couple of questions, but okay, <laughs> I'll follow your thir- one, your couple question logic. One on Europa, yep. one on Io, yep. and one on the moon. Yep. Can we then assume that those are meant similar to how Callus had his shadows. Maybe Callus was just parroting a system that already existed. Maybe those pyramids are there in our solar system meant for disciples of humanity, the Awoken, Mara, and the Exo, Clovis. And that's our show, folks. We are never sh- going another episode again because Myth comes up with a lot cooler fucking theories than I do. I'm ge- I'm taking away your theory crafting a 
privileges. You can't do that. <laughs> Shit. But if I, I, again, a lot of this is like, I'm just pulling it bare little threads here. This could all be completely wrong and I wouldn't, you know. It, it'd be I, okay, so, okay, so I like the idea of, okay, so here's, here's where my question, I, I, I've got a question about something that yeah. I don't know that we've touched on at all. What the hell is the statue then? What the hell is the K1 anomaly? What the hell is the is clarity? What are those things? Are those disciples or are those dead disciples? Is that shroud that's over them like a remembrance shroud, right? Like honoring the dead. Maybe that that is a piece that I don't know where it fits yet to be honest. Uh and that is a piece where we could argue that the darkness and the witness may not be the darkness the entity and the witness may not be the same thing shit we we may have a we may have darkness the entity if we if we assume they're separate we may have uh the dark the entity doing things that the witness does not know about or or is not in line with what the witness is trying to do. Uh, an example of that, in my opinion, could be the, the fact that we get stasis at all. Sure. And the leaving of the uh, artifact at the end of Shadowkeep that we then pick up and decipher. Uh, okay. Because none of those seem to align with what the witness what the witness's goal is. Because in that very short cut scene that we had Holy from the shit. witness, his goal seemed to be like look, we're we're ending the game. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're this is we it. We're going to take all your pawns, we're going to take all your rooks, all your bishops, all your knights. We're going to take your queen. All that's left is the king, and you're going to have to fall to us. Yeah, we're, we're ending the game. I'm going to, we're going after the Traveler's Pale Heart. I don't understand my ball how providing, I don't understand how providing the Guardians with stasis would help him accomplish that, unless he was just trying to alienate them from the Traveler, which could totally be the case. I could um, see that. Like, I, I like that theory, too. Like, I, I like the idea of, like, how do I infiltrate my enemy? You know, show show my enemy that that whatever they're following isn't necessarily the right follow. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it. Damn it! I'm taking away your theory crafting privileges. <laughs> but let's 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 go back a bit to the first theory before we did a theory upon a theory. Um. So I I will Inception I will say theory. the part about this that I have I am like ninety nine percent sure is true is that Mara is a potential disciple. 100%. If this, if this is a thing, like, I mean, she literally created a throne world out of nothing, or, or a pocket universe out of nothing, and willed it into existence. So we, we know she has the power. She has shown she has the tenacity and strength of will to survive insurmountable odds. Uh, we know she's willing we, to kill people to do it. We know she's willing to kill people to do it. 
and we know that the witness has directly communicated with her and shown her visions of her being in his like at the time she described it i think as like her being under the witness's command which as we know now is has the title of disciple shit so i think he is absolutely expecting or gearing for mara to become a disciple which if he follows the track record that we saw with the other two disciples means that he is also expecting the extinction of the Awoken, except for her. Holy shit. Oh, God. That would be one pyramid in our solar system. Could be hers. Could be the The final exo. The second pyramid uh, that I think we can attribute to someone would be Clovis Bray, because he would... He's an exo now, and he he's got the ego. He doesn't care about sacrificing people. God um, damn your theories! Did the two of he, you come up with this on that. your own, or did you come no. up with this on your own? <laughs> I mean, uh, some of this is me. Some of this is just all the various areas of the internet that you you pick ideas from different areas and see what sticks when you put them together. I'm, take, I'm taking away uh, your theory. All right, okay. So who's humanity then? Well, that's the thing. If you say uh, Eris Morn, I'm freaking ending this. <laughs> I don't think it's Eris Morn. I don't think it's Eris Morn. Fucking uh, hell, dude. What the? Okay, so who would humanity however, be? Amanda Holiday. Ah, shit. That's totally a possibility. I didn't even shit. think of her. Although I don't, I don't think she fits the bill per se. Like she's no. she's not she is not going to sacrifice others. She's very self-sacrificing, if anything. Yeah. Um. I think she fits the ideals of the light much more. Yeah. Uh, no, I think if anybody fits the the ideals for a third disciple, and it doesn't quite fit for humanity, but maybe it does, is us, the guardian. Oh shit. We've been pretty fucking ruthless through every destiny campaign ever uh sure we're doing it to preserve humanity but i mean oh zeta f- follow zeta made the deal because she was doing it to preserve the worms uh oh we have shown God. we are not afraid of using whatever powers are available to us and it's kind of canon now that we're loot whores <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, oh my god and that would make sense with why we've been gifted things and communicated with and xyz because the the assumption is in game even though multiple guardians are using stasis uh there's only one guardian that's been to the pyramid and has heard the messages of the witness and has had communication and that guardian is the player guardian shit so this is nope that's it that's it you've lost your you've <laughs> lost your theory crafting privileges and you are get, no longer I allowed more. i get to... one more i get no, one more no no you've lost your privileges <laughs> you can't do anymore loss of privileges means no more fuck all right yeah, what so, do you got god so, damn it to, to further support this actually i get two more so to further ah, support this uh the guardian is called to the Europa Pyramid to defend it from the Cabal that are trying to blow it up. 
fuck. We are defending. We are literally We're defending, defending our a pyramid. own pyramid. God damn it. Uh, damn it. So some some other little tidbits here. Um, this is not. How do you related. come up? How do how do you like? I want your brain. Can I just have your brain like in a little jar next to me, and I'll just like pet it and stroke it and feed it. I don't. What is brain food? Is it the same as fish food? Can you just like sprinkle it on top and it just like nom, 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 nom. like is that so funny? You should say fish food. Uh, oh shit! So the the other little tidbit here. This this is very off the wall, but it's a fun coincidence. Um, Bungie this... has had whether intentional or not this uh this habit of every time they introduce a new alien species to us, they give it a uh. A ascending number of eyes. Um, Wait, what? So, oh, what, what I mean shit. by that? <laughs> uh, Hive have three. <laughs> yep. Fallen have four. Yep. Uh, we haven't met anything with five yet. Um, but Rook has Rook six. Has six. Shit. Maybe the Cabal's get- original thing was supposed to have five. <laughs> We're just gonna no, go Cabal, until we get to Cabal seven, has right? Two. Cabal has two. We're just so, gonna go until Cabal- we get to seven. Until we get to seven. Uh, guess who else has six, though? Who? And And the, the reason why I'm, I'm making a, a deal of this is because they've been very consistent. Every alien race, every single Elixni has four eyes. Every single hive has three eyes. Every single cabal has two. Uh, if All right, well, we assume maybe... Ahamkara have like 11. That's true. That's true. One, we're, we're two, taking, three, They're four, shapeshifters. Five, they can have whatever the fuck six, they want. Seven, we're taking eight, them out of the nine, equation. Ten. No, they have 10. Because it's an it's an X and a V, so yeah, we're we're taking them out of the equation. They can shape shift and be whatever they want. Um, but no, the the only 10. other thing that has six eyes that we have seen in the Destiny universe is Elsie Bray's fish <laughs> from the trailer. Fuck, and it does the uh, sine wave movement with its arm. Ah, oh, fuck. Which begs the question. Is Elsie the Exo disciple from her timeline, or is, is the fish is the fish somehow a disciple and is like working with her? I'm I'm uh, done with your theories. I'm walking she away. She was now. the one. Nope. She was nope. the one that walked nope. us towards the state towards using stasis. So nope. I'm I'm done with your theories. I I refuse your theories. <laughs> Damn, they're so good though, and they make sense too. Shit. <sighs> All right. Uh, so the the this is not a theory. This is a wish. This is purely a wish. Okay. Now we've moved what beyond would, theories. We've moved beyond theories to wish magic. What do you think <laughs> I am? An Ahamkara? Fucking We're gonna find magic. out. I'll give you what worm would, magic. Is what I'll give you. What I would love to see happen. I I do not think it is going to. What I would love to see happen though, is if. The uh, Lightfall code name for that expansion uh, might be the real name, I suppose. We don't know. But if the Lightfall name is not necessarily referring to the Traveler or just the Traveler, but is referring to our player character. And what I would, what I would so, so love on a level that I can't even communicate is if 
our player character became the disciple of humanity and the next era of destiny was us on a different character fighting our previous guardian as the new big bad in the universe. Oh my god. Where do you where do you come up? Do you, like is How much pot I do, not do you think smoke that's going in a to day? happen? <laughs> None actually. Surprising. Well, uh, shit. <laughs> I, I do not think that's going to happen by any stretch of the imagination. That's some like Final Fantasy fourteen shit. Oh, going that's absolutely well, I mean uh, and if you look at the way this boss encounter went. I mean, yeah. We're kinda we're kinda yeah. heading that way, maybe? I don't know, maybe. But so that that's my that's my long shot. Like I would love to see that be the case. And that would be a good way to re quote unquote reboot the destiny franchise after the light and dark saga uh but still give us a connection to the story that's going on because like it's you <laughs> holy shit what's what's the worst enemy you could think of it's you and just look up if we if we are to uh to think that perhaps the witness and darkness the entity are different things one of them appeared to us as a mirror of ourself shit 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 we don't know which one if they are different but uh but yeah it, it's just it's a fun idea to toy with um again i don't think it's going to happen but it it would be that I mean... would be cool that would be cool We've come up with crazier theories, and some of them have been proven to be right. So, uh, the one that we got wrong, which was Callus, was the raid boss. I, uh, I think Callus is going to show up as as another disciple. Personally. I think so too. I think um, so too. He was he was he has shown his willingness to sacrifice his own people. Absolutely, he has um, shown his tenacity and stubbornness in trying to like consistently call the darkness like a fucking stalker <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, just, he's just sitting in he, so I, so now i have this vision of like callus just laying in bed on his belly like feet kicked up in the air <laughs> behind him with his cell phone in front of him like hey i was just thinking about you darkness like uh you want to come over man like uh my parents aren't home we could kind of like fool around and stuff and I've got the key to the liquor cabinet too. You wanna maybe drink some snops and stuff? Like we could just hang out and stuff. And the darkness some is just looking wine. at his phone, like, "What the fuck? Go away!" We, you have called me ten times in the last two hours. Stop it! Just stop it! Just fucking, god damn this needy little shit. Yeah, no, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, that's 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 I, canon I, now. I it's thoroughly canon. expect that's absolutely canon. I thoroughly expect that when Callus shows up again, he's going to show up as a disciple of the witness. And then a little uh, nighty with with, with it <laughs> laying on a bed, his feet kicked up kind of. Hey guys, what you doing? Well, how'd you get here? <laughs> welcome to my welcome to my pyramid. This is this is awesome. Oh, you're here to kill me. Oh, that's cute. 
<laughs> All right, we'll have a little we'll have a little pillow fight. It's fine. It's cool. It's whatever. Um, God damn it! So yeah, you come up with some of the coolest fucking theories. Uh, I guess the there's there's two other bits here we haven't covered yet. That's the exotic sparrow and the exotic ghost shell. Um, I'm gonna go over the sparrow really quick because there's uh there's one piece in particular I want to touch on with it. The sparrow one was um, freaky when I read it, and I'm still trying to fully understand what the hell happened. Sparrow one is freaky. Um, this is this is my interpretation of it. Um paraphrased and pulling some information from people smarter than me on the internet. Uh, Imagine. Say, so take a second to, to absorb that knowledge, folks. Myth, the guy coming up with some of the coolest theories that I've ever heard of, is admitting that there are people smarter than him on the internet. I never claimed otherwise. So that means that there are people coming up with even cooler theories than his. I'm sure there are, yeah. Well, fuck. Quiet. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, sparrow so, time. Guy sparrow racing time. across exactly Mars. Sparrow. Yep. So, um, a and I I don't know that they, that he's a guardian because I don't know that they ever mention a ghost. Yeah, I don't uh, think I don't think that ghost is mentioned. But it he is a courier of sorts, um, carrying cargo, uh, in and out of the throne world, mm-hmm. um, and his name is Marco. Uh, unfortunately, for Marco, uh, he crashes his sparrow and the contents of the packages he was shipping out of the throne world start to react to him being gravely wounded in this crash uh punctured lung leg ripped off and yeah yeah not not in a good way um He's, he's dying he's dead he's there's no way and these black vines start to come out of this cargo and kind of latch on and infect his body and they're beginning to mend his wounds um but the entire time that they're doing this they're all these vines are also uh flooding his his mind flooding his brain with whispers and temptations uh and we're not sure where those whispers are coming from per se we could argue that they're coming from the witness because he seems to be the main manipulator for everything he does uh, like a good and, set of whispers and maybe this was a way of trying to get like somebody under his control on the inside close to the vanguard kind of thing um now that savathun is is off the table no longer uh, no longer Osastros, yeah. Um, and like it's it's aggressive about this, and yeah. uh, Marco is very quickly beginning to like lose his mind to all the these these like it's described as like a feeling of euphoria, um, as he's being healed and reformed, and like he's he's very close to just giving himself over to these temptation these tempting whispers. Pain, uh, unending pain at the same time. Like, yeah, like it, it. It's 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 not good. It's not all good, and it's not all bad. It's like this yeah. weird fluxing between. And I think maybe some of that is him, like, still trying to wrestle control of himself. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Well, because the last sentence of it, right? 
Right, which I actually don't have written down. So do you have it in front of you? Yeah, give me one second. Let me switch over to this one. And uh, so basically to to set the scene, like he, he crashes and this thing is, you know, it's starting to, it talks about it, like his leg like pops up on its own and like starts reattaching itself. Yeah, like, like it's it's wild. It's freaky. It's that's where I'm saying like the writing that's going on here is it's next level shit, man. Like it's it's freaky. Um, but yeah, he uh uh so he's laying there in the sand. This stuff is taking over him, and he pulls out his pistol. And let me find the sparrow real quick. Uh, sparrow, sparrow, where are you? Uh, this one is called, uh, what was the sparrow? Gouging light, right? Yes. I think so, yeah. Uh, scroll down. God, this is a long one. Um, he dragged his sidearm from his holster, gasping as he took careful aim at the cracked reactor shielding the reactor of his sparrow. His mind tore free, and in an unbearable brief eternity, he gulped one final breath. What remained of Marco squeezed the trigger. Yeah, and this whole time, this thing is deep, still, safe embrace, so soft and still, lie still, worlds burned free, sweet still ash. The shit is just whispering to him over and over, like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, as, as, crazy as this whole thing is what i want to focus on is actually these black vines yeah uh because we see them in the raid Mm -hmm. uh we see them actually on on two characters in particular uh rolk himself when you Mm -hmm. kill him he turns into a tree of black vines this like explosion Uh, yeah like explodes out from his his chest essentially and his chest uh, looks like it has like a gaping hole in it too. Like it's mm-hmm. really freaky. Like something looking. exploded out of it. Yeah. Uh, and the other uh, character in the raid that has these vines is the scorn caretaker. The caretaker. Yep. Uh, the vines are in the like backpack that it's carrying that you have to mm-hmm. shoot to stun it. Um. And when he dies, those vines are there. Like it, they they mm-hmm. erupt out of him. Like it, yeah. So. Whatever the so, fuck these binds things are, I don't know what the fuck that's about. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where they're what these vines do or what they symbolize. Perhaps uh it's how the witness gives power it to could be. its its disciples. Uh or, and I or think its, I think part of it is like a know, commanding thing too. And the only reason the only reason I have anywhere to pull that from is the final lore book of Shattered of Shattered Sons. Um I, I don't want to go into it super deep because we're definitely going to dive into this one, but uh, um, it it talks about Rulk being like the very end of it is Rulk is like emerging from this blackened solution that engulfed him all the time or something like that. Like he emerges from this wall of obsidian-like miasma, uh, and that would very much describe that. And so I don't know what that is. I don't I don't know if that's like a but throughout the entire well, books of the Shattered Sun, he is reliving his past, how he became to be where he is now, and his Librea's ruin staff or his, his glaive and mm-hmm. and and yeah. 
Now, obsidian wall of miasma similar to the one the witness steps through at the end of the campaign. Boom. Is that kind of what we're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Boom. I can get which behind would, that. Which would then mean that the witness isn't the darkness, that the witness is just playing the same game. Maybe. I mean, we don't know possibly, why. Possibly, right? Like these, there or what the purpose of it is. But right. yeah, we don't know if it's a healing chamber, if it's a mind altering chamber, like whatever the fuck. If it it's is. a control chamber, like you have yeah. to be in there to control what else. Yeah. You know, the flea or or something. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, there could be a lot of things, but um, the other the other thing that I thought was interesting is that these vines seem to have a healing property. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, which makes me wonder, like. Did we actually kill Rolk and the caretaker? Bum, or are bum, they gonna bum, bum. are they gonna knit themselves back together with these vines? I mean they've got to, right? Uh, like we've gotta have somewhere to get loot from every Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah. I maybe the raid because you know, similar to Fickroll, there's a canon reason why we have to keep going back to the raid over and over. The raid is just healing itself um, over time. Every yeah, every Tuesday it just heals itself. Sure, that's uh, canon. That works. Because video yeah, games works. <laughs> for some vex reason fuck i don't know why uh the other, okay the other piece i wanted to touch on is the exotic ghost shell yes um from from the raid uh this one is not as expansive as the others but it has super possibly the most important information in it um so to summarize because that one's the transmission uh, right like it's a talk between a ghost and Rulk. Yes. So Rulk comes across a what we could say is very stupid ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> Which for some reason does not realize who or what it is talking to. <laughs> He's just a ghost. He doesn't fucking know anything. I mean, kinda, yeah. Um, and this this is this this is one of the most mind blowing lore cards for me personally. Oh, absolutely. I, because all of our preconceptions and all of the supporting evidence we have had, even in the collector's edition for Witch Queen, has been that like ghosts have their own personality, <laughs> ghosts ruminate on their own like purpose in life, and their own uh, interpretations of their mission and what they should be looking for. Uh, like ghosts very much are as in the dark about some of the the traveler's wants as we are to some degree. Um, but in this lore card, Rulk is talking to this this poor little ghost, uh, and is kind of playing coy with the ghost, um, and is trying to get it to come with him. Yeah, uh, you know, it, presumably to capture it and dissect it and do all the scary things that he would do to a ghost. Um, which on the other, how as a ghost would you come across Rulk? And be like, no, I'm gonna talk to that guy. Yeah, like, he might he might be my savior. I mean, you've been searching for your 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 guardian for years. Like maybe Rulk's your guardian. You don't fucking know. You're just a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not dead, so that kind of disqualifies him from guardianship. But right. Uh, but yeah. So or at least regardless, we don't think he's dead. <laughs> so regardless uh rook's trying to get this little ghost to, to come with him to do terrible things um and that is when we get something kind of amazing fucking freaky 
the traveler speaks through the ghost. Yeah. And tells Rook essentially to fuck off. Yeah. And to get away from its ghost and that its gift is not meant for his kind. And then so here's, it blows here's, up in his here's, face. <laughs> here's the here's the lines. Like like he's literally trying to like tap into it and he's like, what is going on here? And you know, this little ghost is like, uh uh um, hi, hello, yeah, you know, I'm you know, I've seen other things. I don't you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here or whatever. You, oh, you know, you're confused. You don't know what you're talking about. And then like the last couple of lines is like, Oh yeah, yeah, I think I'm looking for a partner. And then Rook's like Leviathan under glass, but with it perhaps a fraction topples the whole crack of crack a faucet crack the face or crack crack a, a faucet like like not like a faucet like a, a spigot like a like a um like a a, a, a part of a hole um hmm. a sliver of light within and the ghost says ah yes there it is i meant to share it with somebody worthy and rule says rejoice i have worth beyond worth and then in all caps disciple of the dark rook adversary ghost this one is not for you <laughs> rook ah too bright and it literally blows up nothing but scrap they refuse to let their secrets be taken only given and then he says poach another curious fruit from the witch's collection they cannot as a race all deny our worth so there's there's some very big implications yeah. here. Um, this confirms a couple things to me. This confirms that the Traveler is aware of what the ghosts are doing. 100%. Potentially at any and all times. But not vice versa. Uh, but not vice versa. The Traveler can influence the ghosts if it wants to. And or, blow it or up. Or control them in some way. Mini, mini nuke it. The Traveler has opinions <laughs> on who could have its gifts. <laughs> it's, it cannot be taken. It can only be given. Holy shit. <sighs> and the Traveler does dictate who is or is not allowed to have those gifts. Kind of like um, how the Witness determines who gets the pyramid chips. I think, I think maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to be of the belief now that the winnower and the gardener are not the traveler and the witness. I'm kind of on that as well. I'm still on the fence about it, but I'm thinking that that battle is still going on way above our heads. And we, like, the witness is literally like the number two. And the traveler is like the number two for his side. And yeah. Or whatever lies inside the traveler, right? Like the pale heart. Right. Um Holy Yeah, shit. and that's I I I'm kind of leaning that direction as well. Like I said, they could come out and say, now the traveler is the gardener, the witness is the winnower, and like I wouldn't be upset by that. But I'd be I'd be kind of amazed. Like that that'd be a genuine like, okay. It would be cool. All right. Uh, but there are just so, there are just little things here and there, little inconsistencies, little hints that really makes it seem like that might not be the case. Like there might, there might be a gardener and a winnower of, of a higher echelon than anything we have seen so far. Holy shit. 
Well, so. uh, on that note, I think bye. that is maybe where we end for tonight. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, of Gardner and Winnower, um, I, I think next week we're going to start our series on that. Um, the I, on the unveiling books on the unveiling books. I really think we need to dive into those uh, and 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 see where that road takes us. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's obviously still a few more things coming out of Witch Queen. Uh, and even the seasonal content, uh, I think the seasonal stuff might actually deal with with Callus a little bit more, um, rather than the, Def- the entire Witch Queen's uh, expansion. It, yeah, it definitely deals with Callus um, a little bit. I say the Vox Obscura mission actually directly references Callus and some Absolutely. of the things he's doing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the seasonal content really, really good. Um, not necessarily in the like the thing we're thwarting because it's 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 kind of like a story within a story right like it's it's like yeah the light and dark is like the big overarching story and like the keitel thing is like a this is just so happened to be happening at the same time yeah exactly it's uh you know keitel and saladin and crow and zavala are all working to try to uh put a stop to the lucent the Lucent Broods yeah. um, control outside of Savathun's throne world and figure out what their plan is. Uh, and that's kind of happening alongside everything else. It's, it's a military operation within the war kind, Absolutely. Of, kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and although the, the things you're doing in those missions are not particularly insightful, like you're just you're tracking down Lucent Hive and kidnapping them and then hooking them up to a brain, brain machine and uh, keeping them in a suspended state where crow's like um is this or do they hurt and saladin's like who the fuck cares and you're yeah. just like uh what morality so it, has taught us that this might be a bad thing and you know maybe don't subjugate an entire race of people and hook them up to machines and read their brains so Whatever. I I think there's a lot of really cool stuff happening in the seasonal content. Like I said, not the content we're actually doing, not the like, hey, go chase this baddie, but the content that's happening between characters yeah. that are in this operation. 100%. Um, I mean, agree with him or not, I think Saladin has a very powerful line of dialogue from last week. The... Uh, yeah, you know, mercy for uh, was it mercy for uh for a thing? Mer- mercy for some for someone cannot uh supersede mercy for their victims. Yeah, something along those lines. I- I'd have to look up the exact the exact line, but uh, I, r- like I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, they're hitting hard. They with are Saladin and kind of him and crow kind of learning from each other a little bit hopefully yeah. uh and then also just like some of the shit saladin has been through the whole uh, thing with the with the kid where where he, oh mm-hmm. yeah you're a cute little kid i see what you're getting at okay i'll spare you and then like years later the kid's grown up and now she's the leader of the tribe like fuck you and he's like nah fuck you back kill them all yeah he's seen some shit uh all right well uh 
Well, I guess yeah. with that, so un- I'll start unveiling our, uh, next. I think I'll start our thank yous then. So yeah, um, uh, thank you, Lin Manuel, uh, for coming up with uh, Moana and Hamilton and <laughs> and uh, Encanto and and I can't remember the name on the, of the one on Netflix. Um, God, it's it's with the little monkey, and he he's trying he's trying to find his grandpa or something. I don't remember. Um, that one's got a lot of good musical stuff in it too. But uh, yeah, thanks, buddy. You're the best. For um, hadn't gathered already. Zor is a musical fan. I do. I do love me a good musical, especially like a like a like one that gets stuck in your head or trapped in there, right? Like in like in Canto, right? Like that, or Hamilton, or Moana. Or the one that I can't remember now. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's my thank you tonight. Uh, I don't know what to think of of Rulk and the witness and all this shit anymore. Like I brain got melted reading all this stuff today. Uh, Myth, you got any thank yous? Uh, I say just you know thank you to to everyone that that's out there still listening to our crazy crazy talk. Um, I, uh, if, if anyone wants to reach out to, uh, share some, some thoughts or feelings on their, on our crazy theories, uh, and say you can, you can get in touch with me via Twitter, uh, at Mythborn, uh, or we do now have a, uh, a Twitter account dedicated to just the podcast, um, which is at Myths and Stories with a Z. Boom. Um, so you can you can get yeah leave leave a uh, kind leave a, a comment there or or something kind and, comment. Uh, oh yeah, I, I will. I you be an asshole. Am... I'm gonna ban some motherfuckers up in this bitch. <laughs> I swear to God, I can't deal with that shit mentally. So if you're gonna be an ass about something, you can fuck right off. Putting that out there right now. Putting my yeah, foot down. We're, we're we're totally cool with constructive uh discussions, even if it's of a dissenting opinion. Totally cool to talk theories and and uh just bounce do it nicely. Ideas off each don't other. Just, don't just like come at somebody like, "Hey, you fucking fuck." That's not how you. That's not how you interact with people in real life. Like, would you go at the grocery? I mean, some of you would probably go at the grocery store like that, but that's not the point. The point is. Not We're trying to create a nice space for people to discuss ideas and and let ideas flourish. Like, don't be negative about it. Don't be, don't be an ass about it. So yeah, I say I'm also going to be posting uh, episode reminders and stuff there about when episodes are uploaded and and go live and whatnot. Uh, so that was- if you are looking for an area to to just get updates, if nothing else, that that's a spot you can check as well. That was the other thing I was going to put at the end of this one, too. Uh, we do apologize for being a day late on this. Uh, that raid really kicked our ass, and we really wanted to get through it so we could have <laughs> yeah. a lot more um, lore implications uh, of what the raid was and have a little bit better understanding of what the hell we were doing in there. Yep. So. so but I think that's all I got. All righty. Well, then, uh, yeah. That's all I got, then. Uh, and as always, thank you, Myth, for being here. and, and walking us through these crazy theories of yours and, and putting all this information together. Uh, and of course, thank you to, thank you to our raid team for, for getting us through this, this weekend. 
<laughs> with our sanity <laughs> <Yes>. still intact. <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, then from all of us lore nerds to all of you guardians out there, we'll see you next week.